0: Welcome to the exciting world of the movies. Alright, Boo and Goat watch stuff, Valentine's Day 2021, we are here to break it down. No, we're, we're, not, we're, we're not recycling an old episode, it's actually real, it's actually 2024. Oh, I didn't even
1: notice. <laughs> I know, like that was the whole point, you are supposed to bust me and be like, what? I was too busy making lovey-dovey sounds. I know, you're too
0: busy saving up your uh,
1: pranks over there.
0: But, um, yeah, we're here, we always, I don't even think we really ever, like, acknowledge it that much, but, like, yeah, uh, Valentine's Day, I think there may have been a couple years we missed out, but I think going all the way back to My Demon Lover was when we,
1: uh... That was the very first one.
0: Yeah, the first Valentine's Day episode.
1: Um. Yeah, I can't remember...
0: Like last year we did Date with an Angel, which is one of your favorite movies now. Oh god. We, we, I, we wa- I don't know, it might be after this like, one. Yeah, we
1: watched like <laughs> it five times this year, I think. You make me watch these movies that test my patience with females when it comes to Valentine's Day. Well, you gotta
0: understand like uh the the point of this podcast is talk about old movies and <laughs> I mean, you're, you're 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 spoiled by the <laughs> Hallmark romance genre now.
1: No, some of those females <laughs> on there too get kind of.
2: You
0: don't don't know what it was like for these boys in the 80s to be obsessed with a girl because she had giant knockers, but then she had a a super annoying personality. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, so we're rolling. We're going to get right into it because this movie gets me so hot and bothered. i got to get it done quick. I'm sure it does. Yeah, it can't last the whole time. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, we're rolling off the Blu-ray here. This was originally a Ryan Pictures release, so we got it paused. On the Blu-ray, it is on... Which I should say, I have the original Blu-ray. I think it might have got re-released by another company, but the one I got, it's a 24-second mark, and it says an Orion Pictures release, and it has that beautiful classic <laughs> outer space Orion Pictures logo. So I want to say one, two, three, go. When you hear me say go, you know what to do. Hit play. All right, everybody, one, two, three, go. So yeah, like this was like literally in my mind as a kid, <laughs> and I don't know like really how long after, probably pretty quick. After it came out I caught this on cable and it was just one of those movies that was on cable a lot, like all teen whatever films were. I love this 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 font with the purple, the red and the teal logo for the movie. It's I I'm, super eighties. It Actually
1: it's super nineties, honestly. It is. This
0: movie came out in eighty five, but it, it really like has like more of an early nineties logo to it. Mm. But um But, yeah, like, I know I say this on a lot of things, but I miss when, like, there was actually, like, a design team behind every movie. Every movie had to have a font, a color scheme, a poster, like, thing, you know what I mean? Like a
1: branding, almost, you know? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) that's the point of it, is that it is what it, the movie is what it is. Like, that's the style of it. Yeah.
0: And, like, they were all just, like, young actors, you know, getting their career started at the time. But, like, this really has the 80s Dream Team cast because you got our boy C. Thomas Howe, <laughs> who he kind of got forgotten along the shuffle by the late 80s. But the early 80s, man, this guy was on a whole nother level that really nobody else could touch. <laughs> like, in a very short time, he went from having a supporting role in E.T., like a small supporting role in really? E.T., yeah which was like mm-hmm. 82 83 he bust out with a with a was a supporting role but still like a very memorable role in Red Dawn he's the one that gets mm. all hard after they kill his parents and shit <laughs> um and then yeah also 83 he was pony boy and the outsiders yeah. so From that point on he was pretty much his leading man he had a good run with this movie secret admirer <laughs> uh the hitcher after this which was a big thing and just like yeah like the the dude was untouchable and uh I mean, it's not, like, a case of, like, oh, what happened to him? Like, I think probably the only thing that I could say that was, like, a misfire was in the late 80s. Probably work was drying up already, but he did that movie Soul Man. And even back then, people got (laughs) upset about it. It was about a guy who couldn't pay for college, so he had to get a scholarship by pretending to be black. So he painted... I mean, I guess it was blackface, but it was more brownface. And it was was weird, though. Like, interesting. I remember, like, that movie came out... I'm sure there probably was people pissed at the time. But, like, it wasn't, like, a big roar. It was more, like, five years after the movie came out. <laughs> like, people were just, like... That's funny. Yeah.
1: He was the star of that?
0: Yeah, he... He, he was had,
1: the one that painted himself? Painted himself. And, wow. he, and
0: I think kind of what made it worse was he wore a jerry curl wig.
1: That's probably why he disappeared. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. He it's got just,
1: shut out. I,
0: I think... And also too, like what's weird was when you know this is just my memory of it. Other people may remember it different. You got to imagine this was way before the internet. But from what I would remember, it was it was just like such a gar like it was it was viewed as such a low level garbage movie. Not like oh, it's so <laughs> offensive because it's racist. It was more like. um it was just more like, what is this stupid fucking movie about a guy <laughs> painting himself to go to school? Like, it was just like, you know. Yeah. Like, Weekend of Bernie's was kind of seen in the same similar vein. Like, what is this dumb shit? They're carrying <laughs> a, a corpse around oh, you. Oh, know?
1: God. That part always, like, every time I see yeah. it, it looks like it's going to fall on his face. Yeah,
0: so it starts out, and this is, this is a great, you know, way to start out a high school movie, <laughs> is it's the last day of school. And He's cleaning out his locker, and he got he, there was a love letter written to him over the opening credits. It got thrown in his, his, his. He had the messiest ass locker. He just had bundles of paper, but somehow <laughs> he picked that letter out and he put it in a magazine. That's all he kept out of his his school locker.
1: He was Tom Cruise running in movies before Tom Cruise was. Yeah, in yeah. I, read some <laughs> I was Chevy. just looking at that. Yeah,
0: I mean he very. I mean he's super young when he made this, so he's very athletic, of course. Mm-hmm. And here we meet the female leads, Kelly Preston and Lori Laughlin, Again, young stars on the rise in their career. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly Preston, like she, this was like the year to lust after uh, Kelly Preston, I guess, because she was also in that movie, Mischief, which was about the boys in the 1950s all wanting to have sex with her.
1: <laughs> well, I will say, like, when the second she came on the screen, that was, like, the first thing I was like, jeez. <laughs> yeah, with the, with the tight purple dress. Yeah, because it was, like... Just showing like so obvious,
2: yeah.
0: And here they are in front of Burbank High School, home of the Bulldogs, which I used to drive past all the, all the time. We drove past it a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Like, I went by there a bunch of times and then I rewatched this movie. <laughs> I was like, damn, like that's right where I used to always drive by to go to work, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I love her hair, I always yeah. love that hair. <laughs> Lori lava that's another thing, too, is like now we got to kind of go into yeah, like there's no
1: captions on this.
0: There, yeah, there is no captions, oh. unfortunately, on this this uh, Blu-ray. um. But, like, yeah, like, I should have checked for streaming to see if anybody have it, but I bet probably nobody does, because yeah. nobody has MGM movies or Orion movies. I've never
1: even heard of this.
0: <laughs> you never heard of Secret of Mire? No. I mean, to be fair, you were, like, three years old when it came out
1: but i mean oh god this guy yeah so th- <laughs> th-
0: this is this is uh this is when we get introduced to the crew here An any 80s sex teen romp has to have a crew of guys and there's like a huge uh bunch of guys here but the main ones are uh this guy played by casey shamasco who everybody will know from young guns and one of the bullies in Back to the Future. And also our boy, Courtney Gaines, the red at wonder who played Malachi oh. in Children of the Court. Now, Courtney Gaines was kind of your favorite <laughs> member of the crew. You kept Every time he appeared on screen, <laughs> he kept commenting, like, what was that about?
1: Is that the redheaded guy? Yeah. Uh, he's just hard to look at. Like, yikes. Yeah.
2: Go.
1: <sighs> he's got a very interesting look. Yeah. He's... He's a he's a guy that kind of comes in
0: and out of acting. He kind of had a resurgence in the early two thousands. Like he started appearing in um, horror movies again, which like you know everybody loves Malachi. He's got the face for it. Yeah, he was also in another great sex comedy. I got to force you to watch sometime called Hard Bodies. <laughs> or uh,
1: they play that on TV a lot.
0: Hard Bodies. Yeah, like which like I'm really surprised they they play it a lot because um, it's like a it's like super teen titty flick. And it's about these old guys who go to the beach and they pay a young guy to help them uh, have sex with young girls. (laughs) I mean, not young girls, but you know, like, I guess college-age women. I don't know.
1: I liked how, like, during this scene, there were, like, 50 guys that were coming up into this room here. Yeah. (laughs) It was, like, never-ending that they were coming up. Yeah, and, like, that's the thing, is, like, every, like,
0: you know, every high school movie at the time, like I said, they had a crew. But, um, this one is like, I like this goes above me on because they actually have a clubhouse mm. up in C. Thomas House garage. There's like mm-hmm. actually a crawl space. They got moose heads. They got porno mags. We got <laughs> old granny things. <laughs> I, I
1: just saw
2: that. Yeah, they like, got the oh, granny things that?
0: hanging from uh, the fucking rafters and shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's like, and, and basically, this is where we finally get into the. Um, what do you call it, the, the main crux of the plot here is see uh, Thomas Howe, he doesn't even realize at this point that he's got a love letter, it just falls out of his porno mag that he was saving.
1: Yeah, we see it getting written at the beginning of the movie, and it's basically the beginning of all high drinks that uh, proceed for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Causes so much trouble.
0: <laughs> and like, I knew this this other guy, the guy with the hat that was like reading the magazine, I knew he looked su- super familiar, and he has a huge list of um, oh, credits uh, His name is Let me see The sophisticated yeah, guy? Yeah, the guy who was always dressed like super wacky yeah. J- Jeffrey Blake and, uh, I knew he looked real familiar He was also in Young Guns with Casey mm. Schumacher So what happened to St. Thomas Howe? He should have been in Young Guns as well uh,
2: I don't
1: think he dresses wacky I think he dresses very classy
0: Well everybody else is wearing t-shirts <laughs> and shit He's always got these like super 80's fashion He's trying to be uh, classy yeah,
1: sophisticated.
0: for For some reason, I thought he uh, he played the TV version of Ferris Bueller, but it's not true. But he looks like the guy who did.
1: I can't remember the name of the guy who did, but he looks like that guy. So, if like in a group of guy friends or whatever, like obviously you can tell they're all close. Yeah, is this how a group of guys would really react to one of the guys getting a little secret love? Letter? No. <laughs> Like, because they were all very interested and like, oh, like sympathetic for it. They were like very girly, like,
0: <laughs> like we're we're and like also what's weird though is like, they were very like when it, when they read the letter out loud and it's talking about you know how I secretly love you and all this <laughs> shit that this girl wrote to them, They were just basically sitting there the whole time going, ew, ew, like, and then like for some reason they automatically jumped to the conclusion that the hottest girl in school, Kelly <laughs> Preston, wrote this letter, and it makes like zero sense because up to this point, like she really like the way they played it off when she when C. Thomas Howell went up he to talk,
1: picking his nose on camera.
0: Yeah, he's just picking his nose. C. Thomas Howell, leaving. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why you got to go back to '80s to see real cinema to see fuckers <laughs> picking their nose. And the, like it is like they probably did 30 takes of that, and you probably yeah. had to get, get every single booger out. Oh my god! But um. But, yeah, like, like there's just, like, this girl, like, she's, like, the hottest girl in school. They talk about how she dates college guys and shit. And it's, like, why would she, like, even though the, this guy exists, like, he's not, like, a super nerd or anything. He's just not, like, a popular guy in school or anything mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, so, like, the crew devises a place. See, this is weird. I thought that guy was wearing a skirt, like, the way the shop was. There's a guy walking with a girl across the street, and and the girl has a skirt on, but... They, they both got black pants or black whatever on And it just looks like the guy's wearing a skirt It's like an optical illusion <laughs> So the crew figures out We gotta go to a fraternity party Where there's gonna be hijinks Because uh,
1: well, they know that girl's gonna be there Yeah,
0: Kelly Preston um, Is gonna be there with her big jock college guy Which like, again, like the premise is flawed And like at first when we were watching this Because I didn't remember this, this plot detail that well and I'm like, is this buddy's just kind of fucking with him? Because it's like, <laughs> like, why would you be like, oh, yeah, like, 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 uh, she wants you so bad, Change. but we got to go like, Damn. yeah, it's we really got to all up in there. I know. Uh, our boy, John turlerski uh, a super, uh, super eighties presence who never hit it big, but he was a great B movie actor. Plays Jocko. Literally his name is Jocko. The, the fraternity, uh, college, uh, jock. Um. But yeah, it's like it's like she's so in love with you, but even though she has a a big jock boyfriend who's like five years older than you, <laughs> like so you got to go to this party and steal oh her away God, to confront her.
2: Courtney Gaines, man, yeah.
0: he plays a big stoner in Hard Bodies, and I feel like he's doing that here. Like yeah. he looks so fucked up in he this does. shot. He does, <laughs> but nobody else does. That's the thing that's weird. It's
1: yeah. like it was strange that he was looking towards the camera like that.
0: Yeah, and, like, this is the 80s, too, so you'd think, like, they would've took full, uh... Look at those oil cans they're drinking out of. Like, I didn't realize beer cans like that still exist. I guess that was, like, a 40-ounce or a 2.4 back then. But, um... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Blake back there, he's making martinis, and they're literally chugging uh, 24 (laughs) ounces of Schlitz. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was impressed by that Barks ad. I didn't realize Barks was that old. Yeah, Barks
0: is super old. Like... There's, there's another guy here. Oh, no, yeah, that's, I'm sorry, that's Terleski. There's there. that super tall guy. Yeah, there's, like, uh, Rick Smiths. It looks like Rick Smiths who used to play for the Pacers. <laughs> Some giant seven-foot-tall motherfucker
1: it's so funny she looks so old in this scene like she looked normal in the other one now she looks like she's a 40 year old lady
0: well cause she's smoking she's got like a <laughs> cocktail dress on whereas before she just had her hair down she looked like a young girl well the
1: dress is fine it's just really her hair do
0: yeah it made her look uh, matronly a little yeah. bit yeah but yeah um
1: they're trying to help him get her.
0: yeah
1: that actually that guy is kind of harsh looking too
0: <laughs> the jock boyfriend yeah yeah, what was his name? I think it's
1: just that I that Yeah, role.
0: I got confused. John Treleski was the other frat guy, Rick, outside. This guy... Let's see. Who played Jocko?
2: <laughs>
0: Usually I don't like to do this, but there's some good trivia for this movie.
1: <laughs> I feel like this girl... Oh, they just showed her. Like, the girl that they just showed, I feel like I've seen her and stuff before. <laughs> yeah. She was just like the extra person at the party.
0: Yeah, there's also that one guy, I can't remember his name, not Doug Stanhope, but the other Doug, the guy who always gets high, he was in here as an extra, like he was an extra before his stand-up comedy career came off, he, he was like an extra in a lot of movies, like he was in Return of the Living Dead Part 2 as an extra.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, he's trying to get up on her so hard.
0: Yeah, like um, he he confronts her to be like, oh I know okay. you you wrote the letter and all that shit And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, like
1: quoting the letter to her. Yeah,
0: but he's kind of like, climbing all (laughs) over her at the Mm -hmm. same time. It's like, really weird.
1: (laughs) They have to convince the boy. Or they were trying to convince him that his car was gonna... He's all touching her and stuff? Yeah. Dang. You would think by now, she would know what you're talking about, dude. Yeah, like, he's read (laughs) the whole letter, like, verbatim (laughs) to her. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's he's still convinced, like, oh, it's
0: her, it's her, oh. (laughs) It's like... And then, of course, he's about to get his ass beat, and then finally Lori Laughlin comes and saves him and pretends like they got something, you know, romantic going on, which they don't, but...
1: Did Kelly Preston ever play, like, the good girl in any of the movies back then?
0: No, she was always, like, the hot piece of ass that, like, everybody, once they banged her, they were disappointed. I don't know, do you remember that movie, Mischief? I had you watch it with me one night on cable. Really? Where it was, like, yeah, it was, like, in the 50s, and, like, this little blonde guy was, like, a nerd. And, like, he just wanted to, like, get laid and bang uh, Kelly Preston so bad. And then his buddy was, like, a cool guy with a motorcycle. And he and that other guy was with uh, Catherine Stewart from *Eye of the Comet. And then, like, basically, like, him and her ran away. And then, like, the movie ended. The little nerd banged Kelly Preston. And then, like, he was, like, I don't know. Like, he just really wasn't in it. He was, like, so in love with her until he, like, banged her. And then, he, yeah.
2: Sounds familiar.
0: Yeah. So the guy that plays a jock boyfriend in this movie is always so confused. His name is Scott McGinnis. But uh yeah, he's like a total total uh grease ball in this movie. Like literally every inch of his hair is covered in grease. <laughs> I think that was And then was, though,
1: like, when they go to his place later it's like so gross. Oh it's like, so
0: fucking scuzzy. So this is great, like so he realizes that C. Thomas Howell is there hitting on his hot high school girlfriend, Kelly Preston. So like, you know, he's about to smash his face in, so like, you know, the crew can't just bow out gracefully. They gotta insult the entire frat. And they think they're going to speed off in their, their van, their cool van. But, you know, they don't realize the street is a dead end. So there's, like, a construction thing going on with a pile of um <laughs> of dirt. So they try to jump in and jump over this, like, iron gate fence. But they just totally mm. crash it and total this van. Oh, my God. And then, like, the guys just have to run away because, like, literally these 50 frat guys are going to come. It gets stuck
1: on the, f- on the fence.
0: Yeah, it gets impaled on the fence. Like, it looks like a wreck that would, like, kill some people. But uh, I was kind of conflicted because I, I couldn't really I couldn't really get down with the crew on this one. Because like, they try to make it seem like the frat guys are like the assholes. But they're the ones who like came to their party and insulted them. Like it wasn't like the guys were mad that they just They up went and them.
1: tried to steal one of the guy's girlfriends.
0: And then insulted them to their faces. So of course they're all going to like want to beat your ass. Like you can't really.
1: I just figured out who that sophisticated guy reminds me of. Who's it? Kendall from Big Time Rush. <laughs> he
0: does. He does look like Kendall from Big Time Rush. <laughs> Damn, everybody's jumping fences here.
1: I can't believe that guy So Look at his legs or something. I underwater. know. He's... he's
0: I, I don't want to say he's seven foot, but he's probably like six foot eight. Something like that. Tall.
1: Oh. Yeah. And super skinny, so he looks funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he had to be a basketball player. But yeah, this is a... Uh, so, this is like the premise that C. Thomas mm-hmm. Howe is like going to, you know. And also, too, I sort of got it. It looked like she, uh, Lori Loughlin, it looks like that top she was wearing in red. Like she had this like some <laughs> white, sparkly top. That's why I was like, is that the same shirt? Or is it just a similar thing? That's funny. So, he goes to her house late at night to pick her up to uh, just hang out and be friends. And it's like, I gotta ask you, because I didn't tell you anything about this uh, this movie, right?
2: Like, before we watched it? Yeah. No.
0: So, like, the opening credits start, right? You see the letter get written. You see it gets sent to him. You know, he thinks it's Kelly Preston for, just because his buddies put the idea in his head. Like, this part of the movie where, like, it didn't work out. And now he's just, like, hanging with his good buddy, Lori Laughlin. At this point, in the when we got to this point, I don't know what we are in, 15, 20 minutes in... Just this early point of the movie, had you figured out yet who wrote the letter?
1: Yeah, because it looked like her. (laughs) Like, when she put it in.
0: Like, there was no mystery to you, to it? No. Do you think, no, do you think there was supposed to
1: be a mystery? Um... I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say.
0: Because it it goes really deep into the movie until, like, you know...
1: Yeah, like, they really don't, like... The whole time, the way she's acting is so, like she, that's what frustrated me about this movie. It was, like, she never gave anything away that it was her, for obvious reasons. She was supposed to be secret. Yeah. But then, like, she would get mad at him for things. And it was just, like, well, you're not telling him how you feel. So it's, like, what do you expect? Like, it was, like, it was just that kind of thing. And then she even starts helping him find, you know, to, like, get with other girls. And I'm kind of, like, what are you doing? Like, it just was, like... I don't know. I just that's what frustrated me about it. And then this part too here, like when they're laying there. Yeah, they they go to they go the way to, like, he's being with her. I'm like, dude, what are you
0: doing? Like they go to <laughs> they go to make out lane just to talk and like they're like watching everybody have sex in the cars, but they're just like talking, being buddies. And um, like this
1: part right here. Yeah, where like it looks like he should like kiss her. I'm just like, what are you doing, dude? Like, what are you feeling right there? Like. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it looks like they're and then to, over. <laughs> okay, and then, then they just
0: walk home, and they're, like, and
1: they're just friends. It's just like okay. Yeah, I think I think if you had
0: if you would like uh, what do you call it if you would have to remake this movie now for modern slutty sensibilities, like they would be having <laughs> sex in the beginning and it would just be like like bros, and then like you know eventually he'd realize oh like maybe I should actually be in love with the girl I'm having sex with. Because, like, this shit here now, like, I know exactly what you mean, is, like, and I don't really know, like, I know, I've never had this experience in my life, but, like, people claim, like, like, always in love with your best friend or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's, like, why, I mean, he's got a whole crew of guys, like, why is he just hanging out with this chick that's, like, very good looking, by the way, look at Laughlin's, I mean, and that was the thing that's weird, too, about this movie, and, like, I guess you're just supposed to assume when she stands next to Kelly Preston, all you would see is a boy. She's
1: like a wolfer. <laughs> yeah.
0: But in every other movie, like, literally at oh, this time. Oh, Jesus. So like, right. All of a sudden. Yeah, the white piece of paper. He's trying to write his letter now. Now, <laughs> now he wants to write a letter back to Kelly Preston, but he's a dummy. Sometimes. Which
1: I swear it's the same handwriting as it the does. At the, as the letter at the beginning of the movie. But that was a female handwriting, because I, I looked at the hand this time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, um... But, yeah, like, Lori Loughlin, like, always played, like, the, the, the hot girl in the movie. Because, like, before this, like, when she was in The New Kids, like, James Spader wanted to rape her really bad. He, he, yeah, he did. He was, like, always leering around, like, threatening to <laughs> have sex with her and shit. And then also in Red, of course, they're like, oh, like, she's so hot. <laughs> like, and the guy, you know, rides the bike and everything to win her over. But in this one, it's just like, man, she just, you know, she's like a dude. <laughs> now here we have Corey Haim, and there was a there's a bit of trivia about this. Was uh, during the opening credits they misspelled Corey's first name.
1: Oh really? I didn't see. Yeah. I didn't even see his name on there.
0: I know. Uh, yeah, I didn't either.
1: Yeah, because like when we were watching it, you were surprised. Like that, he was...
0: I, I totally forgot Corey Haim played the little brother in this movie. <laughs> and when he came in, I was like, "Is that Corey Haim? But it looked like a little girl. Like he's like he's super young. Like if you thought he looked young in Lost Boys, he's like super young in this. Like. I was like, why
1: did he take the last of the coins?
0: <laughs> yeah. He got caught up reading the letter. Uh, the
1: love letter. Oh, yeah. gosh. Here comes the trouble. Well, it's kind of weird, too, because oh, like,
0: this movie's all about writing these love letters. He got one. Here's the old school Fruit Loops. Yeah, the Fruit Loops that, oh, that aren't radio dye. Di- they don't even have blue in them, either. Did nope. you notice that? They don't yeah. have the blue fruit. Yeah. So here's, or here, purple. Yeah. This, this... Well,
1: I guess it's kind of purple. It's like red.
0: This movie has a lot of running gags, and one is that everybody <laughs> makes uh, cereal with instead of milk, they put Bosco in it. Which if people don't, I don't, I have no idea if is still around. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a store in forever, but it's like just basically uh, a different brand of like Hershey's chocolate syrup. That's all it is, mm-hmm. and so everybody just pours it into um,
1: chocolate flavored.
0: Yeah, everybody <laughs> just puts it into cereal instead of milk. It's weird in this movie, and it's not really like that watery. It's just but like,
1: it's not normal. It's it's not something that's normal, because, like, everybody's like, ugh, when they... Yeah, when they're but hitting. it's, like,
0: somehow, like, like they would just kind of do this in, in movies back then. Like, there'd be, like, cool hip trends that only kids knew about or whatever. Because, <laughs> like, like, the mom, D. Wallace Stone, who also was in E.T. with C. Thomas House, she tries it here after Corey Ham leaves. <laughs> she's like, ugh. But then she's kind of like, hmm, it's not bad. She's she starts eat eating the- it. <laughs> now, did you notice back there, they had, like, little... Uh, wooden cutouts of Amish people on their their wall? No. Yeah, the decorations for the kitchen.
1: Real chocolate flavored syrup.
0: Yeah. It looked like, that. you can see it good in that one shot, it looked like diarrhea in the... Uh... <laughs> Jeez. Yeah.
1: So basically, like, <laughs> oh my God. like, we we gotta, for
0: people who haven't seen this movie or haven't seen it in a long time, we gotta explain the hijinks going on. Oh, so, God. he got a letter, he wants to write a secret admirer letter back to Kelly Preston, which is kind of stupid because, like, he wouldn't hit it on her at the party, she's gonna know who it is so he writes a terrible love letter to her Corey hames steals it for some reason (laughs) and then like he's reading it or something at the table and like um like he leaves it there and like the mom picks it up and it was in a school book that the dad had because the dad's taking night classes so now she thinks it's it's a letter that some slutty uh woman wrote to uh you know her husband
1: was it in the book when she found it or was it just sitting there I think it was just sitting there, yeah, but I don't know. Was. But it was with the book.
0: And I thought did, she hit it in there. But it doesn't, like, you wouldn't think, like, your nine-year-old son would would be in possession of a yeah. letter like that. So I totally kind of get why she got confused like that. Yeah. So she automatically thinks he's having an affair or at least has a secret admirer of his own.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then him, too. Like, he's not exactly, like, the best-looking guy. Yeah,
0: her boy Cliff DeYoung. <laughs> uh, he was always playing <laughs> comedic uh, character parts back in the 80s. <laughs> uh yeah he's like really
1: look at this stud
0: i was gonna say like uh <laughs> like you know these movies whatever like like i mean like i, I was always a big c thomas howe <laughs> fan as a kid because he was in a lot of movies i liked, like e.t and you i know, only Dawn.
1: knew him from uh the outsiders,
0: the outsiders i yeah. never
1: knew him from anything else <laughs>
0: yeah he was still kind of like little boyish looking in the outsiders though yeah, like he was he finally was. like full man in this one he was probably like 15 or 16 when he filmed that.
1: This is funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's, she, she's upset about the letter, but she tells the son that she's upset because she, the mailman is late. Yeah. So he, so he yells at
0: the... <laughs> yeah, he's like, my mother's crying in there because you delivered the mail late,
1: <laughs> bastard. That's funny. He's uh, like, huh? Oh? <laughs> but they,
0: there definitely is a lot of kind of beefcake shots of C. Thomas Howe with his uh, open shirts and all this shit. Like, how how did you react? Did you think... He had what it takes to play this kind of hunky teen boy in this Yeah,
1: there's something about him that, like, he's, like, a little, you know, skinny guy. But, like, I don't know. There's something about the way he carries himself that he's still kind of, like, got this, like, masculine thing to him. Yeah. Yeah, like, there would be times throughout the movie I was like, oh, like, I don't know. I wouldn't say he's hot. But, like, there's something attractive about him, like, that I could see, like, him being the hot guy where like, the the hot novel like not hot lead but yeah. just like a leading man the lead man yeah. kind of thing yeah
0: yeah um I was I was reading on the trivia I don't even know why anybody figured this out and put it in the trivia but um but yeah I was saying Kelly Preston was four years older than him and that Laurie I think was two years older than him when they filmed this oh, wow which is weird, because Lori looks super
1: young in this. This lady sitting next to him cracks me up. <laughs> yeah, talk a little bit um,
0: about the class that the dad's in, like, the actual classmates. Like, I just think?
1: thought it was, like, interesting, like, the diver- they actually had a diverse, and it wasn't even anything where I was, like, purposely looking for it. I just noticed it, because I don't really, you know, you don't really see things like that now.
0: Yeah.
1: But, like, yeah, like, how they have, like, the set women, and, yeah. like... I don't know Like it just they all
0: All the guys were weird Like that one guy looks like A weird Ron Jeremy Back there <laughs> Yeah like I just thought the Other guy looks like Horseshack from Welcome Back Connor
1: This lady here She looks like You know funny Like kinda Like a granny Or something And like Yeah I don't know Like I just it, I noticed that There was such like A variety of Different looking people
0: Yeah So like This movie has a lot of Layers and characters Have secret backstories That you don't know About at first
1: Here's the Pepsi-Cola
2: cut.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Somebody wrote in the trivia, they think that Pepsi-Cola had a sponsorship in this movie. I was like, you think so? Like, every two seconds, somebody's drinking a Pepsi. But, uh, but yeah, the, the dad, like, the teacher of the class, this lady borrowed his book for a second and gave it back, and then he found the letter. So he thinks yeah. the lady just slipped the letter, and so he thinks the teacher wrote him a letter. Mm-hmm. So it's just setting the ground. The it's seeds. just
1: getting passed around more and more and causing more and more trouble.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I really like this, uh, this, like, smoky pool hall pizza place <laughs> that these kids hang out in.
1: And this part was weird, like, how he got so weird and, like, nervous. Nervous, Because he yeah. wrote his
0: love letter, and he's asking Lori Laughlin to give it to Kelly Preston for him. But
1: it's not like she was there or anything. It's not like yeah. she was gonna give it to her right then and there. Like, yeah. he was so indecisive about what he wanted to eat.
0: He gets so nervous that he basically orders everything on the, uh, the menu. And then, like they don't show him eating it, but he it's it's you know portrayed like he ate it all. Look at that girl in the background with her whatever jacket or whatever shirt cut off her shoulder. That was a cool look back then for girls.
1: I was gonna say like I was noticing, in the background too, like it it was actually really like common for girls to have long like really long hair. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just like that one, not with the green shirt, but the other one, but like. uh I don't know, I feel like you don't really see that that often now. It seems like most females, whether they're background characters or lead characters or whatever, it seems like they all have pretty much short hair now. Yeah, they do. Because, like, I'm, you know, always trying to get my hair as long as possible, so it's like I -hmm. notice, like, when other people have long, like, other girls have long hair. Yeah. So it's, like, noticeable to me, but... Yeah, like, I just realized that, like, I can't think of a movie that, like, a newer movie that we've watched recently where I'm like, oh, they have long hair.
2: Because <laughs> like- now everybody
0: wants to cut hair short and then clip in some extensions when you need yeah. it to be long. So like, yeah. so, like, I think back then women were, like, obsessed with really growing their hair for years and years.
1: Yeah. There was value in hair.
0: <laughs> yeah. So now the 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 dad, Cliff Young his uh, his accounting class is getting over and he's gonna confront the teacher. Did he find it?
1: Yeah, he found oh. it. He was
0: reading it during the class. Well, like right when she gave oh it my back.
1: Oh Now he's being a creeper.
0: Now he's getting horny. Oh he's like, my Oh, God. you know and like they're they're talking a very vague kind of code yeah. here of like, oh, you know and, and like the teacher thinks like. He's
1: using general terms. About going for that it and all this shit. That could be, like, about yeah. anything, and the teacher just totally doesn't get what he's talking yeah. about.
0: Yeah, and then all of a sudden, he's going to get a chub here and give her a kiss. <laughs> Jeez. I thought she was, like, dressed pretty sexy for a teacher, like, I gotta admit. like really? Like, this, this outfit, like, she's, she's
1: completely covered, She's, though. like,
0: a thin woman. Yeah, but, like, you could totally see her boobs. Like, it looks like she's not wearing a bra, like... Yeah... Like, it's a very tight dress for what it is. Like, it's, like, weird and baggy in some places. I mean, she doesn't look
1: like she's wearing one, but, I don't know, I guess I've just gotten used to that kind of thing in these movies.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's funny that he, like, went to class in, like, a business suit. I thought that was funny.
1: Well, it just seems like he goes after work.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can see that for sure.
1: This scene kinda weirded me out how I mean I don't know if they really were standing like that or but like the way it's filmed, it looks like they're standing so close to each other.
0: Yeah. I mean I think they're just cheating it for the frame a little bit, but they are like they're pretty much in kissing.
1: Man, look at those chompers.
0: I know, like what was with the chompers back then? (laughs) Was it just like the movie lighting? But I noticed a lot of people's teeth like they showed up like like steely grey green like on film and
1: he it looks like there's some weird like lining on the around his teeth yeah like some dark lining oh but yeah Uh. but her
0: teeth aren't like that i mean they're not like pearly white like people you know i don't think whitening shit really existed for teeth back then but (laughs) yeah but it's like yeah it's just weird how some people's teeth are like that and some weren't back then oh my
1: gosh she's so confused
0: yeah she's like because like so this is, like, the backstory, <laughs> which, like, like <laughs> they unravel later, but, like, they've known each other since high school, but you don't—you yeah. just don't know that at this point.
1: It seems like a town where, like, everybody just stays there. Yeah. Like, they, they all knew each other since they were, like, young.
0: Which which I have to say because we know, because I, I know where it's filmed and stuff. But it's pretty obvious too when they get on the the freeway later the highway mm-hmm. later like yeah. it's obvious it's Los Angeles they're but, in
1: Southern California yeah, yeah
0: but that was weird about the California movies back then a lot of them like they would they would be set in like LA but they would portray it like they were almost like it felt like a small like
1: town it was in feel a small town. Yeah Yeah I think I think with these movies they do that to kind of try and portray like small town suburban life
0: Like so it's more relatable to people across the USA uh
1: I mean i don't I don't know about that I don't know how common it would be to live in a suburb yeah at that time I mean they pretty maybe much, it was at that time I guess I mean
0: they pretty much live in Burbank I mean or like that area but
1: I mean if you're not from there you don't know that you yeah know? like because I mean really like until they show that scene like when they're getting on the freeway yeah And kind of when they keep showing his house, like, it does kind of look like one of those. But that's because I'm familiar with that, you know? But, like, if you're not familiar with the area, if you don't know what it looks like, like it kind of looks like it could just be set in the mid the midwest yeah that's
0: why i always felt like a a lot of movies intentionally did like they never really revealed that it was like california yeah and like they don't do like a lot of california stuff because even when they went to fraternity like nobody was like a surfer dude nobody was
1: like oh it's ucla or something like that like you know like a really popular los angeles school so yeah They don't... To me, I don't really get the impression that they're in Los Angeles specifically. Mm -hmm. Until, like, at the very end with that freeway scene, I was like, oh, I guess. I guess they were supposed to be in L.A. Like... (laughs) When
0: I was a kid, I just figured everything was, was like, supposed to be in L.A. Because I just figured every movie was actually shot in L.A. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't even know. Like, unless you're, like, watching some movie out in the wilderness or something. Like... Yeah. I always felt like L.A. was just where they made all the movies.
1: But I don't even get where this is supposed to be taking place, though, either, because like at the end of the movie she well this scene is when she tells him she's gonna be going to school afloat or whatever they yeah. call it like school on a boat
0: <laughs> yeah school afloat which is you spend the whole senior year of high school like just cruise around the world on like a, sail a scientologist ship. yeah and like yeah basically she's joining the
1: sea <laughs> yeah and like like when she's gonna he's gonna go chasing after he says something like oh oh when he's talking to the mom yeah. Later on on the phone, she's like, "Oh, the ship leaves in like an hour or something like that." Yeah. yeah. And then like he goes and he's like, dri- "They're driving over there they to San to Pedro." San Pedro, which is like real far I'm away. i like, yeah. uh, I don't know where they're supposed to be at then, because yeah. it wouldn't take from like the valley. It would not take an hour to get to San Pedro. It would be like way longer than that. Now we have to talk about
0: this place, this little hamburger place <laughs> where like half the crew works at. Another <laughs> another half of the crew are just always there as customers, hanging out. Casey Shamasco and um, our boy Courtney Gangs Malachi, they worked their flipping burgers. But I was like, is this a real place? It's called the Dancing Burger. And it's got a cool logo of a <laughs> burger with a top hat and, like, dancing <laughs> shoes on and shit. And I was like, I want to go eat at the Dancing Burger. But I, sadly, I don't think it's real, even though they do have some cool neon signs and <laughs> they shit. They just
1: made a sign for it.
0: Yeah. So basically, Lori Laughlin <laughs> had, oh, had gone God. out with Casey Shamasco, like, briefly... And nothing ever happened, but he went around telling everybody that they banged all hot and heavy. In his van. Yeah, in his van. So she shows up. Like, the van is, like, all trash. <laughs> Don't even look like the same van from before. He's trying to get it repaired. And, like, she just comes with a baseball bat and fucks it all up. But it's, like, I get it's technically a crime, but, like, I, mm-hmm. I didn't blame her for doing this, honestly. I felt like he kind of deserved it. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about these hijinks. Is like everybody bumps in at each other because all this ruckus is going on at the burger place everybody's slipping on soda a burger flies up in the air and the guy just oh, yeah. catches he, it in his hand Like he, it looked like real too it like did they look actually real, yeah.
1: managed to do it
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like they never explain why but Lori Laughlin, her dad's car has a searchlight on it like a police searchlight <laughs> which is weird because later we find out Kelly Preston's dad is actually a cop in this movie but yeah Mm. It's funny how all these people like like he had one of Kelly Preston and she has one of C. Thomas Howe but they all have like model photos that they trade to each other. <laughs> like, I think they're supposed to be like school yearbook photos, but they they look like like model pictures. It's weird.
1: Yeah, I don't think that place is real because like nothing is coming. Nothing up comes up.
0: Yeah. Like, I should have looked up some movie locations for it. I'm sure somebody will show you the real... I mean, it's obviously a real hamburger place, but it probably was just called something else. Yeah. And they just ma- made a crazy name. There is to make up, like, crazy names for... Ha- like, uh, the... What do you call it? I forget what it's called. But the um, the hamburger place John Cusack worked at in Better Off Dead with, like, the pig and all that shit. Like, they like they always, like, come up with, like, wacky names and mm-hmm. mascots for burger places and movies. But then you, like, go to, like, the Valley, and it's always, like, (laughs) fucking Joe's Burger number three or whatever. Number three. Yeah, like, you ever see those shitty restaurants? Like, they they have multiple locations. Well,
1: they had, like, a knockoff Tommy's one, and they used to have Tommy's number two. Did Yeah.
0: But you see see the fake ones in the movies with the mascots, and you're just like, yeah, like, why wouldn't somebody, like, like, like if you're going to just open a plain-ass burger place, why wouldn't you come (laughs) up with, like, a cool mascot? Why would you just want to be... Fucking Steve's Burgers, number eight or whatever.
1: <laughs> number eight. Yeah, like Dancing Burgers. I never like, saw way any go that high. <laughs>
0: yeah, no. There was there was always family restaurants in Cincinnati, like actual sit down family restaurants that would like mm-hmm. I always called it old people food and shit. But it was like just had different. It was basically diners, but like they would have a name and they usually be named after like the family, like owned it, and it, they would have like in uh, Latin numbers, one, two... Well, not one, but two, three, four...
1: Roman numeral? Yeah, it'd
0: be like Zorocco's four. I think four was the highest <laughs> i ever seen they go funny. up to. But I always thought that was funny. <laughs> you don't see... I mean, I, that probably died out in the 80s, to be fair, but you don't see that trend a lot.
1: I did see it growing up when I was growing up.
0: Yeah.
2: Well,
0: so, sure yeah, so... Letter. Dying out of curiosity, Lori Laughlin wrote... Uh, she wrote. She read the letter that C. Thomas Howe wrote for <laughs> Kelly Preston, and she was like, "This is dog shit," because it was. <laughs> um He had to write a second one because his first one disappeared because <laughs> um, Corey Ham stole it and passed around the entire. No, world.
1: the one they were passing around was the one he got at the beginning oh was it yeah that was
0: okay that was yeah. the one he got yeah yeah so he wrote one in response and then it sucked so Lori Laughlin wrote and it's kind of like the idea it's almost like this movie almost like has a Serrano oh a, here we de-
1: discover that this is her mom
0: yeah the the teacher that his dad kissed is actually Kelly Preston's mom mm-hmm. but uh it, it's, it's almost got like the Serrano de Bergerac thing where it's like one person comes up with the words for the other person <laughs> you know what I mean you know what I'm talking about Um, but yeah, so she starts writing the letters, and I think there's only two, but she writes the letters for Kelly Preston, but C. Thomas Howe thinks his letters are actually going to her.
2: Mm I
1: have to say, oh, look, she's wearing a shirt with a boat on it. She is. She's getting ready for that float on a boat. (laughs) Oh, look at that popcorn machine. Yeah, I saw that they were watching it. I want to get one of those. (laughs) Um, I have to say one of my favorite things about, like, a lot of the movies from back in the day is, like, they didn't, like cake the girls' faces of makeup. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the times, you can see their freckles. Yeah. Like, people. nobody
0: has freckles in movies anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I love how you can always see, uh, Lori's on her nose. Yeah. Now, I now, in movies, like, yeah, I didn't even know she had freckles.
0: Yeah, they sandblasted <laughs> them away and shit. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, yeah, so, so Kelly so Preston... She is, has a letter... Yeah. She has the re-
0: letter written secretly by Lori Laughlin and She's trying to hide it from her boyfriend, Jocko Steve, or whatever his name is, that comes over, so she crams it into her mom's purse, and then that's where Fred Ward, the great Fred Ward, well, I guess actually this was the same year that Remo Williams Begins came out, so he wasn't a giant star yet, like, he wasn't catapulted to stardom from Remo Williams yet, so he just plays, like, this goofy role as a dad. But I gotta say, like, Fred Ward, who unfortunately passed away, I think, like, last year, Mm. um, and he was like a dude that like, you never knew how old he was like he died in his 70s but he still like looked pretty much the way he did in this movie
2: um
0: he just was always super machismo more macho type of guy and he always like played cops and shit like he was in miami blues with the Baldwin. and like yeah he's just great in this uh this role here like it's such a goofy comedic role but like you don't you don't think that he's a clown like he actually comes off like a real hard-ass guy in this that's like that's why i think it works dang is
1: that an aunt jemima statue there or something i
0: didn't know oh my god it's so weird but these houses have the weirdest decorations (laughs) in them the tackiest fucking decor you've ever seen
1: so he's taking money from the wife and then he found the letter
0: yeah he steals like eight bucks out of his wife's purse (laughs) and then he finds that letter that kelly Preston just like shoved in there like Oh, yeah, the special... Let's talk about the special effect here. This is amazing.
1: What? You're the one that news what it, knew what it was. I thought it was real. <laughs> no, because you can see the lace
0: wig over his
1: hairline. Yeah, line, but, I noticed it after, like, right yeah. before it changed the shot. But he No, re- this is where you what you notice. Oh, it? yeah, this
0: is amazing. So, so uh, C. Thomas Howe and Lori Laughlin are in a pool, and he's wearing yellow trunks, and he's on a red raft. She's wearing a uh, red bikini, and she's on a yellow raft. Mm-hmm. raft. So it's like they totally reversed, like.
1: But see, it's just like simple things like that where I, I just I I love that about like old movies that they considered things like yeah. That, there was know? actually an art. Just choice, to make uh... it look like stylized somehow. Mm-hmm. You know? like... Well, that's
0: why movies back then, even cheap <laughs> movies, seemed larger than life, and now two hundred million dollar movies seem very cheap and shitty.
1: <sighs> well, they're always all either gray or orange. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the Michael Bay aesthetic that everybody loves.
1: She she trashed another one of them. Oh uh, no, Yeah,
0: she had to rewrite another. What is she letter. doing? <laughs> yeah, she like looking at binoculars, like writing the thing, Lori Loughlin is. But no, uh, what we you getting at when Fred Ward read, read the letter oh, yeah. from his wife's purse, he, he he thinks some you know thinks she has a mire. He like his vein and the side of his head are <laughs> popping out like they they pan up and his head is like like it looks like some scanner shit. It looks like his head's about to blow up. It's crazy
1: because <laughs> he's so angry. This is the best here where oh, Corey Haim comes in and steals
0: more money out of C. Thomas Howell's uh, wallet, like, right behind him while he's talking on the phone. He was fun.
1: ready to jet. Yeah. He, look at the little funny tail he had. His rat tail. I remember,
0: like, <laughs> getting that rat tail cut into my hair when I was a kid and, like, not even asking for it. Like, I just remember the women would just do it.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. That's weird. Now, so that's um,
0: some nice,
1: uh, pajamas she's wearing.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. Um, what her boobs? Yeah, I was like, I was like, damn! I thought you were gonna say like, oh, nice tits. But when
1: it, would I ever say that? <laughs> I know,
0: but it just seemed like that's what you were gonna say because she was like bending over <laughs> and they were about falling out and shit. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like like I didn't know this. I was reading the, the trivia that they actually had original. Um, originally, they had a different uh, actress for Kelly Preston, mm-hmm. and they shot uh, four days. Uh, her name was Julianne Phillips. And uh, they said she... Te- not that not that she visually looked old. They said mm. she seemed too sophisticated. Mm. Like, her personality. Like, she seemed like she was, like, just with a bunch of little kids, you know? Oh, yeah. So, like, then <laughs> they was just...
1: kind of how Kelly Preston seemed. Yeah,
0: but then they just went, like, the sex bomb route with Kelly Preston. Which I... They probably were just, like, oh, they probably Ugh. just found her. <laughs> gonna... Ooh, yeah, yeah, he's laying out the teacher. He looks her. like
1: such a Simpsons character. Yeah. With that smile he had.
0: So, okay. Kelly Preston is, uh... You know the letter tells her a second letter tells her to go to a, a park and sit on a park bench and wait no, for no
1: they were in her room and uh Lori Loughlin called him like while she was sitting right there next to her mm. and she said okay do you want to meet tonight and he's like okay where and like they t- he said at the park or whatever and she's like okay so she tells her
0: okay so, anyway, he pops out literally from behind a tree, and she's like, oh, what the fuck are you doing here, you dork? And then he's like, I wrote the letter, and all of a sudden, she, like, instantly gets hot and bothered.
1: Nah, at first, she doesn't believe him.
0: Yeah, and then he recites the letter. Well, not really, though, because he didn't even write that yeah, letter. Yeah, no. But, yeah, he just convinces her, and then all of a sudden, she gets, like, horny. Like, do you think that's really a thing? Because I know she's like, oh, my, my my boyfriend that pounds my guts out uh, at college um, he's, he's, he's such a dummy, but they, whoever writes these letters is so sophisticated and such a lover and all this bullshit. But, uh, I mean, like, I wrote them. <laughs> like two, two letters, yeah. Two letters would really, uh, you know, get a, uh, like I, I could get it if you got like a year's worth of letters and like you fell in love with the voice behind the letters, but like two letters and she's like, oh man
1: well to be fair it was a a female that wrote them and so they were very lyrical so yeah i mean i guess that was enough to melt her heart
0: that would probably be the thing now like if you wrote it like just the two girls would end up just going off together (laughs) probably now this is some awkward ass shit here with cliff the young is trying to convince his teacher to have an affair with them and like well we should go on a date you know we always felt this way and Since we were young and all this kind of
1: shit. I just, like, I feel weird about her character because, like... The teacher? The mom? Yeah, like, she seems so sweet and, like, there's just something about her face that just makes you, like, you know, think she's, like, real cute or whatever. Yeah. But, like, she's so, like, dumb. Like, she's, like, falling for everything he's saying and I'm just kind of, like what are you doing? Like she, cause I mean, it's not like she seemed that unhappy with her husband or anything. No. Like, she's just like going along with whatever he's saying. And I'm kind of like, what yeah. are you doing? Fred like,
0: Ward is on a stakeout. He's watching them leave the very school. Very obviously. Yeah. He's like 10 <laughs> feet away. And like, all they have to do is just look straight ahead and they would see him. But <laughs> wait, wait, here is his, his head's so going to start throbbing. I wonder if they shot that on the same day. So like to use the makeup choice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's so f- like that's one thing like yes like the oh they didn't show it it wasn't this scene
0: yeah oh yeah it's, it's later on when he's like in the car or whatever
1: like i know that like the you know the hijinks of this movie are like over the top oh look uh he's using that meat yeah head. he uses
0: raw meat to cool his head off this ugh. guy working on the burger place yeah and then
1: he put it back um like kn- but like his character the dad is like really like cartoony over yeah. the top like
0: yeah he's like uh, he's like Yosemite Sam kind of
1: (laughs) he's just like so temperamental and like just wanting he's ready to like kill anybody at any at any second
0: yeah so talk about getting the maximum bang for your buck for a filming location now see Thomas Howe is having his date with Kelly Preston at the Dancing Burger <laughs> and like I like this too because like there, there was like another one I can't remember if it was Last American Virgin or what there's like another movie where like the guys like every 10 minutes are just at the same like pizza place nonstop. Mm-hmm. I kind of missed that with like 80s movies it kind of simplified it and um yeah like in a second here <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's so into him now
0: yeah she is she, like, she just looks at him like so lovingly like, like,
1: even though, like, before she knew it was really him writing the letters at the park, like, she was so grossed out by him.
0: Yeah, she was. <laughs> I gotta say, I really like this, like, Freddy Krueger shirt that he has on. It's like a red with green patches <laughs> shirt. It's, like, kind of weird. And I
1: couldn't tell if there were, like, holes in it, really. Like, yeah, I think it, it kind of print. looks like there's actual holes in it.
0: Yeah. And now, for some reason, Casey Shemashko is, like, a dork. He thinks now he can have sex with Kelly Preston just because his friend is, like, on a date with her. <laughs> And it's just like really weird. Like, why do they well, always. He's think- like
1: trying to pick up on her, like right in front of his friend. Yeah, his it's name's like, Roger. hello. <laughs> yeah, and she's just like,
0: you know, because she's all about C. Thomas know, Like, she takes her chili burger that she ordered, and like, it totally looks. It was so. Looked like a fucking nasty diarrhea burger.
1: Everything looks like diarrhea to
0: you. I know. It's just like. <laughs> it just It just does. I don't know. But yeah, she takes it and smashes it in his face. That yeah. was like that was like more hijinks oh, of the eighties. So Everybody funny. was getting oh. nasty food uh, yeah. shoved in their face back then.
2: That's
1: what he gets. I don't even get why you would try and pick up on your friend's like date like you know like you
0: knew your friend had a giant crush on the hottest girl in school he gets his first date with her and now you're trying to cock just yeah
1: like it was his idea to go try and get a piece at that party in the first place like why is he getting in the way
0: (laughs) yeah and it's just like and also too like why would she go for a guy wearing a dorky ass fucking burger (laughs) work outfit you know what i mean (laughs) it's like this is the 80s you gotta dress with style
1: especially for her she's all fancy
0: yeah she's wearing the, her mom's finest costume jewelry it looks like <laughs> yeah so like they leave there like they never got anything to eat she's probably starving but she's just like it's alright you can dig me out real quick take me to lookout point or whatever it's called oh my god yeah and like it's funny they start kissing while he's driving I thought this shot was funny <laughs> he's trying to drive into the park but he's like, just, like literally going off the road and shit like he's really ready to crash <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was weird. It's like, why would you do that? Yeah. Here she comes with her big beer.
0: Yeah, now, now Lori Laughlin goes to the lookout <laughs> point. Like, I don't... Like, if if you're sexually frustrated, why do you want to go to the lookout point where everybody's boning and shit, you know? Um, And I wonder... I mean, I guess it was probably a thing in, like, the 60s, but you really see that in 80s movies. Everybody's going to the lookout point to have sex. And it's like, who would really want to, like... Like, just find, like, an old road or something where there's not a lot of people. Like, why would you want to, like make out with, like, ten other cars right next to you where everybody's doing the same thing, you know what I mean?
1: Because you're not looking at the other people around you.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, it's, like, no privacy. Like, you'd think a girl would be, like,
1: you but know... But everybody else is doing the same thing that you're doing.
0: Yeah, but when we when we watched uh, All Ride right Moves, Tom drew, drove his car up on, like, almost that cliff and took uh, Leah Thompson's pants off in the car, like... And she was more uninhibited because, like, there wasn't 30 people standing nearby whereas like this one although i gotta say it's not an issue in this one because like uh as we're gonna see in a minute and then okay here here's where the movie kicks into super comedy hijinks where like they're in the car making out and then his dad and her mom pull up right next to them to start getting their make out going but like it's like super awkward though because like they're like two married people who are like they know they're about to start cheating on their yeah. their spouses but like they don't really want to it's like they almost feel like the peer pressure to Where cheat. Where they're
1: talking about each other's like they're, they're talking about like their husband yeah. and their
2: wife
0: it's like they're trying to like get rid of their guilt um cause they're like oh I like your husband oh I like your wife oh yeah I like him I really like him <laughs> and it's like yeah oh my
1: god what are you doing over there
0: I need because I don't. I ran out of water already. Oh, dang. I got to eat a mint to make my mouth moist. It's just could
1: drink some of my orange soda. No, like, orange okay. cream soda.
0: i probably will towards the end. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's like super awkward and cringe. Meanwhile, next door, in the other car. <laughs> oh the oh yeah, there watching. he is. Fred oh, Ward's up there. On it the, is. He's up on the cliff oh, watching.
1: That him. thing looks so gross.
0: It does. Looks like he got a tumor inside of his head. <laughs> What was this little electric wire coming out of like the side of his car? I weird. know, I saw that. I was like, what is, I was like, "Is that how they ran the microphone
1: into the car or something?" Maybe.
0: <laughs> it was weird.
1: Oh, and then here comes this guy.
0: Yeah, the 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 fraternity jock, like he almost hits the dad, and he's mad. He's mad because he's out looking for Kelly Preston's girlfriend. Like somehow he knows she's out on a date.
1: Was that the dad?
0: Yeah, it was the dad leaving. And yeah, he starts like pulling everybody out of the cars and shit. And like, meanwhile, everybody's got like their pants down, their their balls are hanging out. Here, here, here's a Doug Savant from uh, Melrose Place. I think oh, that was yeah, the sh- yeah. him. That was him.
1: That's so funny.
0: He was in a bunch of 80s movies. Oh here, I mean, comes, yeah, here is Kelly Preston. Your she's,
2: favorite part. She's
0: bringing them out. Now, you had a real problem with her nipples in this scene. <laughs> what, what was it that you didn't like about her nipples?
1: They're just light colored. I don't know. It looks weird to me.
0: Because, like, I remember, like, how round her, her boobs were when they got pulled out. But, like, I didn't, when you said that afterwards, I was like, I don't remember. Like, did she have nipples? I don't even remember.
1: I mean, she does. It's just light colored. They,
0: like, blend into the, the color of her boob.
1: Yeah, that always weirds me out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, everybody, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, he's beating them up yeah. for no reason. <laughs> Throw them down
1: the fucking hill. Oh, my gosh. Where's he going?
0: yeah now now Lori Laughlin knows that
1: oh every time he opens the door people know who he is so they're like oh hi Steve or whatever his name is yeah (laughs) Steve
0: but uh, Lori Laughlin comes to save him she's like she's like Steve what are you doing like don't you know I've always wanted uh, Uh. you to bone me why don't you take me back to your frat house I feel my boob
1: yeah he's like okay
0: (laughs) yeah like she's she's like feel my heart beating she puts his hand on her like other boob like not where her heart is (laughs)
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't even yeah, notice that. I thought
0: that was funny because your heart's in the left side oh, of your yeah. chest. She's like, feel my right boob. I
1: didn't even notice that. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. He all of a sudden forgot about uh, his mad search. Yeah. He's all checking her out.
2: Oh.
0: I just had a weird thought. Like, that that cliff with, like, that's, like, fucking busy nonstop with everybody boning. Fucking the Zodiac Killer would have had a field day there, man. He could have, he could have racked up like 12 murders in 10 Jeez. seconds.
2: Uh-oh.
0: Yeah, so Fred Ward now goes to D. Wallace Stone to, to tell her, like, hey, you know, your, your husband is banging my wife. Now this is yeah. She jumps into his arms, so they're like, "God, bastards. we should start banging." Yeah.
1: I like how he's so like violent towards yeah. those That was bastards.
0: I thought this was a very awkward shot here. Like they're like barely in the frame at all.
1: They're like creeping in.
0: Yeah, they're they're finally getting ready. To, uh, Cliff DeYoung Young and Fred Ward's wife are finally getting ready to get their big makeout on. But like again, they're slowly inching towards each other. Like, but um. Now that you kind of see, like the plot's kind of laid out in full here with all the hijinks of all the people, either cheating or about to cheat or thinking they're going to cheat, with the secret admirer letter cause all the the you know problems. Like, were you surprised that like that one original letter caused so much shit between so many different characters?
1: Yeah, it was so zany.
0: Like it was kind of crazy that so many people got affected by it. Like,
1: <laughs> but then it wasn't even like, oh my god. But then yeah. it wasn't even, like, that original letter that caused it, because then the letter that uh, the husband, her husband, found uh, yeah. was a second letter. Yeah,
0: it was a second one. So, yeah, Cliff DeYoung finally looks over and sees C. Thomas Howe going at it with Kelly Preston. He's like, oh, that's my son and your daughter. we got to get out of here before they see us. And as they creep away, then Fred Ward and D. Wallace Stone pull in, and they pull in the same spot. <laughs> They drive, yeah. They're they're all hiding down the car. Funny. It's funny how everybody just passes each other and doesn't realize it. And yeah, the oh, hijinks. Oh god! But yeah, they they park there. And they're like, oh, he was. They're parked right here, but now they're gone. And then they start talking. Maybe oh. we should we should cheat to get back at him
1: <laughs> I just like how angry he gets. It's yeah. funny.
0: <laughs> but you know what's funny about it is like it seems real. Like it's not like yeah. It's not, like, shitty comedy acting. Like, you actually believe this guy would fucking kill somebody. I <laughs>
1: know. And then I like how he gets easily convinced to cheat, too. And yeah. He's like, okay, yeah,
2: that's a good idea. It's like the automatic...
0: <laughs> and, you know, like, I mean, like, I'll be fortunate enough if I've never been in that situation in my life. But, like, that was... I don't know if that's just, like, a thing in movies or if it's, like, in real life people do that. Instead of, like just divorcing or breaking up with somebody, it's like automatically if you get cheated on, you got to cheat like right away, like <laughs> as soon as you can. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, so... This guy's our,
1: ruined so gross. Our
0: boy Steve takes Lori Loughlin uh, back... Oh,
1: look at So grungy. Yeah. Dingy.
0: He's such a slob. Ugh,
1: so gross. Even she's like, ugh.
0: <laughs> I, f- I feel like he's got some Ryan Gosling vibes going on in this though. Like the way Gosling <laughs> always play like all those low-life characters and shit. <laughs> This is probably the character that, uh, he based his place beyond the pines character off of. <laughs> but yeah, like, the like dude has, like, beer cans piled up on the window and shit. He's got a bong that looks like some titties back there. He's got fantasy of the art on the walls <laughs> oh with, God. um, dragons and ladies' asses hanging out. <laughs> and yeah, and then, like, Lori Laughlin's like, oh, you know, they start talking about some rubbers and shit. Like, he's just like, I want to bang you out right now. And then she's like, "Oh, I gotta use the bathroom," and it's like awesome. She just climbs out the bathroom window. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It would have been sad if he would act like, because like some some eighties comedies are more sleazier than others. But it would have been sad if he actually would have got her here.
1: Yeah.
0: But thankfully, he doesn't. I don't
1: think she would have never let that. I don't think she would ever let that happen
0: though. No, she was, she was way too virginal.
1: I mean, I guess she, No, not virginal. She just knew what she wanted. She had self-respect.
0: Yeah, but I mean, she's like literally virginal in this movie because nobody had sex with her.
1: I know, but I don't feel like that's why she did it. I feel like she did it just because she didn't want to... That guy's nasty and she didn't want to do him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she only like... It was just a sure. For, nope. sh- for sure. Yeah, she sneaks past the window and he doesn't even see her. But it was a cunning ruse attempt to save C. Thomas Howe so he could bone in peace <laughs> without getting beat up by Steve at Lookout Point. But it's just like some good comedic shit here. Like now he thinks she's still in the bathroom, so... He's talking to her, and he's like, you know what? Like, I was moving too fast. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: I have to say, this scene kind of gave him a little bit of, uh... Humanity. Yeah, because he looked like he really was like, uh, this isn't a good idea.
0: Because he's actually in love with, um, Kelly Preston, and he's just mad, or he's just, like, sad and heartbroken that she's with another guy or whatever now.
1: He's all, like, pouring his heart out. (laughs) Yeah. And she's not even there.
0: The greasy dumb jock has a a heart. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, um, this movie was directed by our boy David Greenwald, which you know a lot about.
1: Is he the guy from Joss World? Yeah. Oh, I was like, why does that guy's name sound so familiar? But then I was like, he's gotta be old then.
0: He's 74 now. In the last movie he was going to direct a, a little while ago, he had to drop out of because of health reasons.
1: That is so crazy. Yeah, so he's
0: a co-executive producer of Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV wow. show. And then, like... When they did the spin off of Angel, he kind of went over and took that over. Yeah, he did. Yeah.
1: He was the showrunner for that. Yeah. Weedon verse is what I meant to say. Weedon, Joss verse.
0: <laughs> now there's no Joss anything. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, same exact oh, same thing happens, low. like, yeah.
2: Oh, man, he's D. Really, Wallace he's and really Fred start
0: making out and then he's gonna look over and see his daughter. And she looks over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she realizes it, and then he yeah. wants to like go break it up. He's but, like oh yeah. <laughs> then she's like but they'll see us so then they have to sneak out of here. So I think what? this is a good part of the movie for us to take a little break and talk about the Vasos del Pepo plagiarism controversy. What? Yeah. What is that? Vasos del Pepo. In 2016, the Puerto Rican film *Vasos del Papel, (literal translation: "Paper Cups") was object of criticism and mockery.
1: Yeah,
0: after <laughs> it was discovered that the film, produced and directed by Eduardo Transfor Ortiz, was an unauthorized, almost exact scene copy of *Secret of Mire. Mm. the film had been playing on 25 screens in local cinemas in Puerto Rico for less than a week when film critic Orlando Manado wrote an article comparing four sequences from each of the films and pointing out how they were carbon copies of each other. Dang. Once the film was no longer in cinemas, Ortiz, who previously attributed the writing of the film's screenplay only to himself, first said that there was only certain similarities between one film and another, not plagiarism. A few hours after making this statement... Ortiz changed it in a radio interview saying he done something terribly wrong, apologizing to his cast and crew. Ortiz refused to comment on the issue until singer-songwriter film's lead actress Natalia Lugo released a statement on her Facebook page where she condemned the film, which was her acting debut, and expressed the embarrassment she felt when she saw Secret Admire and came to understand how she and her fellow actors and crew had been duped. So this fucking guy remade the movie scene by scene mm. and then fucking like like was just like oh no I made this movie I wrote this shit mm. so Fred Ward is seeing Cliff the Young drive by on the street and, uh, and he, he saw him crash yeah and like you don't it happens off camera but Fred Ward crashes into a semi <laughs> and now he's gonna come driving home here in a second his car's gonna oh, he oh, didn't, fuck
1: didn't even turn around to go check if he was huh. okay so
0: Obviously, there's a lot of hot passion going on that Kelly Preston's been reading these letters, but she went pretty far on her first date, when you say?
1: Yeah, really. Like. And then when he was trying to get a real piece, like trying to stick his hand up her cooch, she yeah. was like, no, no. She all of a sudden, she yeah. was this virginal. She's like,
0: we got to save something for later. Blah. <laughs> but like, yes. Not
1: on the first date. I think that's what she says.
0: Yeah. So my question to you is, is she a slut or is she just a product of the 80s?
1: Mm, I, don't, I don't know if I would say she's a slut just because, like, I mean, she's been consistently with that one guy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, only, re- like, now she's with this guy. Yeah. If she were, like, with different college guys, like, in every different city or whatever. around. Yeah, then I'd be like, oh, what a slut. But, yeah. I mean, really, we know her as that guy's her boyfriend and, you know. Yeah. And now this guy is trying
0: to... I was dance. kind of surprised that Fred Ward comes home after getting in that crash and his car's all fucked up. <laughs> and then like see Thomas, I was like, oh, good evening. He's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here.
1: I thought she was like super sexy in this scene. Yeah, like, Lori Locker. her
0: book. Yeah, she just kind of lounging around. Those
1: PJs look comfy.
0: So, it's kind of interesting somebody figured this out. But uh, this Blu-ray that we're watching, this is the Olive Films Blu-ray version. Mm-hmm. This was released uh on february 16th 2016 hmm. and it's ironically the date of the theatrical premiere of vassals del papo and <laughs> what, ch- <laughs> what are the chances of that happening that isn't is that weird. fucking weird that is weird yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> speaking of laurie laughlin and her beautiful freckles um, <laughs> five years after this film's release, Lori Laughlin appeared in the Full House episode entitled Secret Admirer,"
2: ah, which funny. also
0: had a plot about a love letter falling into the wrong hands and causing familial distress. That's funny. So then then she ripped <laughs> off her own shit.
1: That's funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, one bit of trivia here is Paul Gleason was considered for the role of Lou Fimple, which is Fred Ward, before Fred Ward was cast. So the guy who was the, uh, the principal in the uh, breakfast club almost was the oh, an- wow angry day he would have been good but but he's not as hard ass like like i really believe fred ward would kick the <laughs> shit out of you <laughs> yeah
1: oh
2: my god
1: he
0: knows his slut daughter's going out with c thomas howe and he's all mad drinking a beer in the window
1: yeah he's all excited to be going on this date with her but she can't fucking stop talking about she going shopping yeah she this whole time she's just running her mouth by going shopping.
0: Yeah, they're they're going on a, like an actual real date this time. Because like the first date went amazing, you know he met her in the park. They they drove <laughs> up to the cliff. She she got her. Uh, they
1: went to Dancing Burger.
0: Yeah, they, they went to Dancing Burger. He she threw the chili burger in the guy's face, and then she got naked immediately after that. <laughs> uh, but now like they're actually going on like a full date. Like he's going to take her to a nice restaurant, and they're just mm-hmm. going to sit down and talk. And oh, uh, God. yeah, she, like, she first of all she eats like a slob. And then, like, because she eats like a slob, she gets uh She has a pair of white pants on. She gets a uh, spaghetti grease.
1: They're not white. They're just like designer pants.
0: No, oh, okay. I thought they were white.
1: But like, because I was seeing her, she walked up. Look how happy he got when he saw her. Yeah. He was so bored because all she's doing is talking about shopping.
0: Like, like already, like he's like annoyed with the uh, Kelly Preston. And, like, I guess, I guess, cause, you know, like, she was, like, getting all naked and stuff on the first date. Like, you probably just didn't have time to realize she had an annoying personality. But he's, like, he's, like, totally, like, just like, oh, God, this is brutal, you know?
1: I have to say, with this, like, I think it's pretty interesting, cause, like, even on the scene when he was there with Lori Laughlin earlier. Yeah. The like,
0: voice.
1: it's interesting. Oh, God. She's like, fuck. Mm. Um,. In this movie, like, the girls, like, they're not afraid to eat some, like, gnarly food. Like, yeah. In the in that scene with Lori Laughlin, she ordered a meatball sandwich. Yeah. And then, like, when they were at the dancing burger, like, she didn't eat it, but she ordered that the, chili burger, yeah. whatever, yeah. chili dog, whatever it was. Chili burger, yeah. And then in this scene now, like, she's eating, like, a messy plate of spaghetti. Yeah. Like, I th- <laughs> that's Well,
0: I, th- I think it was pretty assumed, though, that, like, chicks chowed down pretty hard in the 80s but then they just stuck their <laughs> fingers it down it their <laughs> throat and they threw it up yeah that's pretty much what happened yeah
1: but i just mean in general like the appearance of eating like messy food just yeah. seems interesting that they ch- the food choices that they chose in this place. i know this is
0: funny because he has to go buy a club soda real quick from the bar to you know give her something to get the stain out her pants and he realizes he has no money so he has to borrow money from Lori laughlin for his date it just was a funny... Like, that's a good thing in comedies when you call back to shit that happened earlier because Corey Haim robbed him, remember? Mm-hmm. He took all the money out of his wallet.
2: Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Oh, my God. It
0: was almost like a scene of joysticks there at the, the arcade.
1: She was, like, screaming and cussing her full head off because she dropped the stupid spaghetti on her pants.
0: yeah. It's like, well, if you didn't eat, like, a pig, like, yeah. you, like you just would have ate, like, slower. Well, if
1: she would have stopped fucking talking when she was eating is what the problem yeah, was. Yeah, if it kind of, like,
0: fell out of her mouth.
1: She was so fucking concerned with talking up the yeah. Storm.
0: Yeah, so, like, he takes her home, and this was kind of like the, the anti-slut shame date. Like, they don't <laughs> they do not do anything sexual on this date, just so they can say, like, oh, like, we officially waited till the third date to have sex. <laughs> That's the way I took it. Like, like how did you read it?
1: Just that they went on a date.
0: Because <laughs> you know, a girl's not a slut if you have sex on the third date.
1: I never uh interpreted anything like that. Yeah. Oh, busted again! Oh,
0: Corey, like how much? How like endless supply of money is there in his brother's desk? And
1: he... what is he needed for?
0: Yeah, like I, I was about to say, like that <laughs> look dude, how he handles him. Yeah, this is awesome. Like he picks him up. He always <laughs> oh, drops him on God. his head, oh. and he totally just throws him out of the window into the rose bushes. <laughs> And he even says, not mom's rose bushes. Ah!" He's getting all stabbed up like a little jerk. Yeah. Oh,
1: now he sees her
2: picture.
0: Yeah. Now see Thomas Howell, he opens the drawer to throw the money in and he sees a picture of Lori Laughlin. And I thought that was a weird shot. Like it wasn't long enough, I guess. So they had a freeze frame in after a second. It was weird. But yeah, he realizes the error of his ways, I would say.
1: Yeah,
0: he's realizing he loves her. I saw he had a Mad Magazine board game. I didn't know that they had that in the eighties. It's probably worth a lot of money now. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Cliff DeYoung, Young. He's at. I think he's at his day job now. He's calling Fred Ward's wife to be like, you know, we should really go ahead and do this. We need to bang out. So, uh <laughs> oh. let's, let's get. The, and she's like, "Oh, Saturday will be fine." He's like, "Yeah, oh, it's going to be so hot and heavy." And she's like. She's like, no, you dummy, like, Bridge Club is Saturday, you and your wife are coming to play cards with me, you know, at my house, and then he's like, oh, so, like, it's just so funny how much, uh, they like get a lot of comedy mileage, I guess you could say, out of the misunderstandings in yeah. this movie, it's pretty funny.
1: Yeah, I did think that was clever.
0: Yeah. And, like, this isn't a super long movie, I think it's just, like, a little over 90 minutes, but, like, it, 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 go- like, it goes at a pretty rapid pace, and, like, a lot of, sh- uh, different shit actually happens, mm-hmm. and that's why... I- kind of thing is actually good and um worthwhile so i gotta say so this is our valentine's day movie uh like on a scale of one to ten like one just being like i don't know like some some tom cruise non-sexual he never kisses anybody shit in modern movies (laughs) to like 10 being like hot and heavy when tom was like in um all the right moves where he's putting hands in the bush and all that. Dang. Like, on a scale of one to ten, how how, how romantic is Secret of Meyer, like, with the love story? Like, I know we're kind of, like, jumping ahead. We haven't got there yet, because, like, we watched the movie already. We know how the love story plays out. But just overall, as a Valentine's Day movie, like, you know, romance, like, how would you say... Because we only cover, really, one romance film a year, so this is it. But, um...
1: I'd give it, like... A
0: two or a three. A
1: two or that. Woo
0: Why that low? Everybody was getting horny and hooking up and having dates. Yeah, but you're saying
1: romantic love. That's not romantic love, but they're doing they're all doing the opposite of that. And like any kind of like sweet romantic thing that happens happens literally in, like it's worse than Hallmark movies happening in the last eight minutes. It happens like in the last like sixty seconds seconds, of the movie. yeah. Yeah, so it's like I don't know like that's another thing that I was frustrated with was just like the movie just ended so fast so yeah
0: now in in our Valentine's Day movie from last year Date with the Angel like the guy like he just wanted to focus and fall in love with the angel because she had magic powers Mm -hmm. that was part of the reason why he was falling in love so quick but like that one like they had the uh, the shrill uh, (laughs) voice of Phoebe Cates who normally is, is is portrayed as the sweetest woman of all time in films. But she was very shrill, a very harsh girlfriend. And that one, she was nagging and annoying. Like, So do you see kind of like a, a reoccurring theme in the 80s films? Like, you couldn't just get the romance on. Like, there had to be a secondary woman who was very annoying.
1: I mean, I don't know if that's that was done on purpose. I mean, just because yeah. they're annoying to me doesn't mean that other people find them annoying.
0: Well, no, they're supposed to be annoying. Like, the way Kelly Preston was asking, acting at the pizza place. Which yeah. Is, like, like that was supposed to be intentionally annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but this was kind of a hot look when girls wear, uh, wore ties in the 80s. I don't know why. <laughs> to you? I mean, I guess to me, because I'm just commenting, I've seen it on movies from back then, but like, when they would wear a tie, like, with, like, a dress shirt, like, it was kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. Roger.
1: Oh, so the big thing is, like, it's, it's his, it's the guy's birthday. Yeah, C.
0: Thomas How And
1: the girl went and told everybody that the big birthday gift she was going to give, that's what he's telling her right now. Yeah. The big birthday gift that she's going to give him is her Herself, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna do it.
0: And well, well, that's like another fucked up thing is like his birthday party is at Lori Laughlin's house. Like, yeah. I guess her parents are away. Yeah. And then Kelly Preston is gonna bang him. And not only in her house, but they end up going into her parents' bedroom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just, like, extra insulting. Cause it's-
1: well, it's this scene, the way it plays out. Like, yeah. they're, like, they're cutting the cake and, like, handing out the pieces. And everybody's gathered around... And then she comes and whispers in his ear.
0: Yeah, she's like, well, let's fuck.
1: And, like, everybody's watching. And then he gets this goofy look on his face. And everybody's like, what? What's happening? Yeah, he's like, oh, I gotta do it. And then she just drags him away. And they're, like, just standing there with, like... The like their dicks in their hands. Like, yeah, and Lori Laughlin's <laughs> like, like, "You okay. fucking
0: jerk! I got this cake for you. Like, it's gonna be cut into like eight pieces, and we got 40 It's Just people like here.
1: everybody's looking at them going up there. Like, it just was, so weird. Yeah, so, it was so weird. Yeah, it was <laughs> so weird.
0: But I thought, it, like, that's how I was like. Well, maybe she's actually a slut if she tells the whole school they're gonna have sex before they do it. Like, yeah. Like, why would you weird. tell everybody that, that you're gonna weird. have sex unless you want to be known as a slut? Yeah, and then Laura often find out she's just so grossed out. But it's like, it does beg the question, like, like I guess she figured she was never going to get him, so she just wanted to help him be happy. Like, that's why she's, like, the true love, because she wanted to, you know, yeah. see her friend who she's in just love be with happy. be happy. Yeah. But then that's just, like, an extra level of, like, when you know they're upstairs. Like, I would just be like, listen, guys, like, if you want to do whatever, you got to, like, leave this house. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> let somebody... Go have sex with my parents, like, like could you imagine, like, like the girl you love getting banged out by like your friend in your parents' bed? Like that would just like, like while they were like climaxing, I would like be in the, <laughs> the backyard like blowing my head off. Like that's oh, just like,
1: my god, jeez, this is like
0: that's too too over the top.
1: He has a slip of the tongue and says the word affair. Now the yeah. life's going crazy. What is on his plate? It looks like a fucking like fried turd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you no, know, you know what I thought? It looked like
0: those, uh, we're, we're talking about the parents now, they're having oh, their bridge God. club party. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like it It looked like one of those, uh, what do you call it, novelty things? Like the fake dog turd that you throw on somebody's lawn or whatever?
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So the parents gosh. have a fight,
0: and oh, it kind of becomes a de facto food fight because, oh. like, there's all this food everywhere around this bridge club party. So every time they, oh. they, they, they fall it's into old. something, they. They, now this is really high jinks. Like oh this is a God. yeah. This this clock falls on this guy's head. Like it really looks like somebody. Like the, it looks oh like the actors God. aren't even oh, being careful. Like, yeah. Like the actors
1: are doing
2: stunts.
1: Like they're like, ever
0: just falling down and hitting their heads on ugh. tables and chairs and That's shit. So gross. It's really crazy.
1: I like how the, the sophisticated dude has a bird on his shoulder.
0: Yeah, parakeet. Jeffrey Blake <laughs> has a parakeet on his shoulder. <laughs>
1: everybody here knows that they're up there doing it they're talking about what are they doing up there yeah can you imagine what they're doing
0: and it's supposed to be like like you're just supposed to imagine like the wildest like slanging of dick is going on upstairs. but Oh, like, my God. This but is like, too... Like, what was it? Because he's trying to get it in her, and she's like, it hurts, it hurts, and he's like, oh, let me try it. Like, she
1: just this. tried to... Kept making it seem like he was doing it wrong. Or, yeah. Ow, ow! She just kept fucking crying. Like, I know. Just watching it without she, sound is annoying. And, and he's,
0: it's not like... It's not like he's, like, ramming into her. Like, he's just barely laying on top of her. And then he's like, well, what do you want me to do? And she's like, do it right. Do it right. And I was just <gasps> like... Was it just supposed to be that she was actually a virgin? or She's she, like,
1: it hurts.
0: She's just super tight or what? Like, it's just weird. And what's weird is, like, I was surprised because.
1: Damn, he totally punched her boob right there.
0: Yeah, when he got off her.
1: <laughs> he, like, to cover her with the blanket. He was
0: kind of over her already. And then the fact that he can't even have sex with her without her being super annoying. Uh, and, like, yeah, like, I don't really know who's to blame here. Like, or just maybe, like, maybe either, maybe dude's got a giant dick. I don't know. <laughs>
1: her and her granny panties (laughs) yeah her underwear were so like giant and saggy well it
0: didn't really matter because she was so naked anyway but um yeah she tells him like no you got to go down here and you got to tell everybody it was so great and you got to pretend like it was so great lori Laughlin looks like she's had her heart ripped out
1: oh my god
0: yeah it's like, what a weird thing to come down some stairs and have a, a room full of people just waiting, looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you bang? Did you bang up there?
1: She's like, this is a great party.
0: Yeah. This sucks.
1: They all have the wrong idea.
0: Yeah. Everybody thinks the opposite happened. I like really? this where she just puts her, <laughs> her glass on the banister and lets it fall down. Oh
1: my gosh. They're getting back home from their bridge night.
0: Yeah, he's a uh, he's taking. Oh no!
1: It's, I thought that was I thought it was a parent.
0: No, yeah, he's taking Kelly Preston home, but like, she comes into her house and like, like the whole house is like ruined because when all that fighting was going on, like all the, the the, uh, fucking guacamole and shit was flying all over the, uh, the house and shit, and this is kind of where yeah. it starts getting uh cleared up here, like because uh, Fred Ward's confronting his wife, like you know. Mm. All this affair and shit, this letter and then finally Kaley press on and be like, What are you doing reading my letter? And so It was
1: so funny how everybody in this movie just drove like a maniac. They
0: did. Everybody was just like <laughs> I guess it helps when the streets are cleared out for you and <laughs> wet it down with rain fake rain and shit, but like yeah, everybody's just wanted to be skidding and sliding all over. See mm-hmm. Thomas Howe comes home and his parents are fighting about the same thing. And they're talking about the letter that they had, and then finally he's like, "Hey, that's my letter. Blah blah. That's the letter I wrote. Whatever. Or I or I yeah. got the last day of school. They're yeah. And so yeah. like, it's kind of cool, like how everything kind of wraps up immediately, like all over.
1: It's pretty pretty good. Uh. I like how he's acting mad though. You're reading my stuff. Yeah. There's no privacy here. Yeah. There's no <laughs> privacy in this house.
0: And, and they're, they're like, like what? But the, th- the thing that's kind of funny about it, though, is they're like, oh, that was that letter. Oh, okay, that explains everything. But, like, whether you th- you thought there was a letter or not a letter or whatever the fuck, like, everybody still wanted to be cheating on everybody.
1: Yeah, but I think it was just because they were under the wrong impressions. Yeah. They just felt that way because they thought their spouse felt that way. Yeah. He's grubbing on that ice cream.
0: Wow, C. Thomas Howell and Lori Loughlin later reunite as lovers on the television series Summerland, 2004.
1: Wow. I didn't know that. Huh. I remember that show.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, now she's saying that's her.
2: How could you? How could you, Daddy?
1: How could you read my slut letter? Oh.
0: And it's like, yeah. Also, C. Thomas Howell and Kelly Prison appear in the 1987 film A Tiger's Tale. Mm. I don't remember that one. It Sounds kind of familiar.
1: I like. How oh yeah, they, I remember that movie. This I like how these two reacted. They like fell in love with each other. Yeah, you know? Fred Ward
0: and his wife. They're like, oh, <laughs> thank God, we can still be in love. It's like again, everybody
1: cheated. <laughs> like, here's your favorite weight loss during sex yes. dieters guide.
0: The Central Dieter's Guide to Weight Loss During Sex. That's the poster Kelly Preston has <laughs> up in her room. I was like, can you imagine, especially like Fred Ward in this movie, how like fucking angry and shit. Yeah, you come, really. You come in and see that on your, on your daughter's wall, I'd be taking that shit off and breaking it right there.
1: Yeah. She's so sad. Everybody's so sad. Mm-hmm.
0: Casey Shamosko, J.J. J. Cohen. So J.J. J. Cohen was one of the other members of the crew. And Courtney Gaines all appear in Back to the Future. I think Courtney wow. Gaines is just, like, a like literally an extra. But, <laughs> yeah. Okay, this oh, is, now she's got the Bosco. Yeah, now Lori Laughlin's doing the Bosco <laughs> on her, uh... What was she eating in the ice cream? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's At her. least that's normal. Kelly Preston's <laughs> eating ice cream. She's eating strawberry ice cream. Mm. Lori Laughlin's eating ice cream.
1: I'm kind Dang, of, she couldn't even eat it.
0: No, nah, she's like, this shit's too gross, too melty.
1: No, because the doorbell rang. Right
0: yeah, yeah, see, Thomas House showed up. They say, somebody said on the trivia, they said, there's a lot of irony in the scene where Michael is trying to hitchhike. See, Thomas Howell would star in The Hitcher a year later. At a cigarette. That is not <laughs> irony, you fucking Mora. First of all, he's, yeah, he's in The Hitcher, but he's not The Hitcher. He's the guy who gives the ride. So that, like, makes no fucking sense. Like,
1: so, like, this is a scene that frustrated me because, like, he's trying to come back and profess his love. Yeah. And she's like, no. And it's just like, what are you, like... She's so insulted, and it's just like, yeah. but he's, like, finally realizing that he's in love with you, like... Well, to be
0: fair, I like, I'm on her side, though, because he shows up, and he's like, you know, like, we, we've been friends for so long. He's like, how about, you know, it didn't work out with me and her. How about you and me go on a date, finally, a real date? And, she, and she's like, are you kidding me? Like, it's so insulting, like, you come here, and you fuck this girl in my parents' bed, and now you want to go out with me?
1: But he just, he already told her that they didn't do anything.
0: No, I think he kind of s- is still explaining it. Like, to be fair, he did get the tip in, so I mean, it's not like nothing happened. You know. I don't I mean? know. I
1: don't. To me, I'm like. I mean, I guess I just have the perspective that boys don't know how to express them, so those kinds of feelings very well, yeah. and so this is the best way he knows how to do it. And I really don't even think the way he's doing it is in a bad way. Like, he's just no, like... No, he's being It genuine. just took time for him to realize, like, what was in front of his face. But
0: you, you gotta... You got like... It's kind of ironic that you're on the guy side I know, and on the girl side. Because, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking about the trauma that she had to go through all night long with that shitty part. Yeah, but
1: he just... I mean, now she knows that nothing happened. So, yeah. it's like... I mean, but the
0: the the tip still went in there. Oh, give
1: me a break. Come on. Yes. That's, not, that's not even a thing. Hey, you,
0: you that's all you need to get somebody pregnant?
1: It doesn't mean that's what happened. You're just making that up.
0: I mean, she said it hurt, so he was doing something. I don't know.
1: It's not like they're going into detail right now. All yeah. she knows is what he's telling her, and he's telling her nothing happened. Yeah. And she's still just like, Meh. I'm insulted I mean, insulted. Nah, I mean I, I, she's
0: she's kind of taking it all in now she's kind of thinking it over she's not really uh, you know having a visceral he's saying reaction.
1: I don't want to be with anybody else
0: yeah and
1: but she's she, like no too late
0: well technically it is too late because she's going to semester at sea or whatever it's yeah, called yeah that's true she's going to school on a boat or whatever that shit is
2: that's true
0: But I think it's good that, like, in real life, if this was real life, uh, he just would have never said anything, and she would have went away, and then he would have always wondered what could have been.
1: But, like, the fact that she's upset, like, I'm just like, I don't get it.
0: (laughs) It's weird, though, like, everybody else had, like, real houses, and her house seems like it's a set or something. (laughs) Like, it's, like, totally doesn't look like a real front door. Yeah, now now the next, now next moms, morning, all the, oh, the married moms and dads... Well, is like, all beat up. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's okay that you cheated because you had a letter. <laughs> a letter will make you... i che- would be pretty fucked up if you could, like, lose your husband or wife. I mean,
2: everybody
1: life. was guilty of it, so nobody yeah. has any any right to point any fingers anywhere.
0: Everybody got caught up in lettering. I feel like this was a look from the 80s that you don't really see anymore oh. as a... A button up shirt with like no sleeves on it. Go away. Yeah, Kelly Preston confronts uh, C. Thomas House saying, You wrote me these letters and and then he's like looks at me, he's like, I didn't write you these letters, he's like, I wrote you some way <laughs> shittier letters. <laughs> I feel like this this outfit though is uh what Margot Robbie based her Barbie outfit on.
1: I was gonna say, for both of them, like, they're both wearing, like, very bright colors, and, like, it's funny how, like, that is, like, a thing now.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I know, it is weird. And this is 85, it's Mm -hmm. not even, like, early 90s.
1: Right in the middle of the 80s. Yeah. I will say it's interesting to see his pants, like, they're, like, how he has them folded up. Yeah. Now he's comparing it. To the letters that he got originally.
0: Yeah, the original letters. So now he sees that they're the same handwriting. So he realizes that Lori Laughlin wrote the letters to help him. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's just even more fuel in the fire of, like, you know, why he, he really loves He realized she it. was
1: always in love with him. Yeah. Yeah, she said they're leaving in like two minutes.
0: Yeah, we're leaving in two minutes. So this is definitely a, uh, you, you kind of like, you don't know what you got till it's gone type movie. Mm. Like, he, in, in plain sight, he had his love. He could have been with
1: her this whole time. He's so, like, perturbed, like, he's like, nah. Like, when, yeah. he, when she hates it, like, a, this is the runner. Yeah. I thought that was him at first, but now it looks like a different person.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, it's probably a stunt double there because he's jumping off the roof and shit. but yeah he did he did did that one he did do the fence jump oh look at him
1: oh look at his face he's so like sad
0: now watch it like watching him in this movie and watching how athletic he was i was like damn i wish i wish bro would have starred as spider-man back then (laughs) he would have been perfect peter parker (laughs) yeah so like it's kind of funny though because like You think Lori Loughlin would be happy to leave, but she's, like, traumatized sitting in the back of the car.
1: Because he finally professed his love to her. She's loved him for so long. Yeah. And it's like, she just let it go.
0: Well, I mean, she was leaving already. It wasn't... Yeah. You know, it's kind of like when somebody waits for, like, the last nine months. He could have caught up. Three years.
2: Oh, here
1: is the hitcher.
0: Yeah, yeah, here he is hitchhiking. <laughs> this is very ironic because he would do a horror movie where the guy was killing people on the road. Um, I like
1: it. how this guy conveniently comes along.
0: Yeah, Steve comes by and his convertible, and his, <laughs> I feel like like convertibles were so prevalent in '80s movies. I mean, granted, they're in California, you, you would want to have a convertible there, but like, yeah, like these little two seater convertibles—they're always in movies back but then. But he
1: really just wants to beat them up.
0: Yeah, Steve jumps out. He's like, oh, you gotta help me, Steve. He's like, I gotta go get my true love. And he's like, oh, you screwed my girlfriend, whatever. And then, like... What's in
1: his hand? His keys. Oh, I thought it was, like, a knife or something. No,
0: she's holding, like, a big keychain. So, like, C. Thomas Howe, like, is going to get his ass kicked by this bigger guy, and, like, he just punches him, and then Steve's, he's like... He's so
1: worried he broke his nose. He's, like,
0: you broke my nose. Oh, oh damn. Look at this guy. I'm hey? telling you, he's Spider-Man. He's he like runs. parkour. Do you see here. that giant dent he put in the car doing
1: that, though? No. He,
0: yeah, there's, a like, I can't rewind it, but... Yeah. But it's a giant... He put a giant dent right there. Dang.
1: Crazy.
0: And, then, like, that looks like a different car, because it has a different scrape on it.
1: He was parkour before parkour. Yeah.
0: Um. Dang. Yeah, you can kind of tell this is a Stunt Driver, but it's a good double. <laughs> but yeah, like he he weaves in and out of the traffic going down to San Pedro. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's kind of like the. Uh, like every movie back then. I mean, it was a long trope, you know. But every romantic movie always. It, it normally. Like, this is a little different because they're going to a harbor. But it, it usually was always about the girl getting on a plane and the yeah. guy had to run through the airport to catch her and shit. It
1: was weird, the. I can't remember the phrase they like, I think it was called School Afloat. I yeah, think that's what it, it, was. it was School so Afloat. you see the dent?
0: I didn't see it there, no. They might have shot this out of sequence, yeah, too. Yeah. Like, the dent part might have happened later.
1: But, like, yeah, like... That was a weird thing Like I'd never heard Of that before
0: Well I could see If it was like A cruise ship type thing But like They get on yeah. like This old ass Janky fucking sailboat And it's
1: pretty small Yeah
0: and there's like 50 kids on it But it's like so <laughs> small It doesn't look like Anybody could like Really live on there
1: And they're gonna be there For like, a whole school year A
0: whole school Like yeah <laughs> I mean I said it was A semester But she did say Like senior year Yeah Yeah
1: This guy doesn't even Know what he's talking about yeah, is like What did you say Oh confused
0: security guard Yeah <laughs> And then he stops at like a actual ship. He's like, "We're school afloat," and the guy's like, "Georgia, <laughs> He's like the fucker from the Muppets. <laughs> like, you you thought it was funny because you're like, you're oh
1: like, like,
0: like you you didn't really hear it clearly, I guess. You're I like,
1: thought he was supposed to be Asian. You're like, you
0: don't even look Asian. I was like, "No, <laughs> he's being Swedish." He's like,
2: "Georgia,
0: see, Thomas Howell's like, I don't even know what the fuck you're saying. He's, he's like, like, yeah.
2: yeah
0: no i was surprised that they jumped in this dirty ass water Uh, i was really like damn i was gonna say like
1: i was kind of like i don't know the ending of this is weird for me like see i think it's actually great it was like so unsatisfying in what way (laughs) just because like he's like trying to catch up with her she's already gone yeah uh, it's, to me, it's like it's done, dude. Like you missed her. Like too bad, you know. Like yeah. it's like because it's just she's too far gone. Or, I like this he here. Totally he, crashes He
0: crashes the car into the dumpster. Yeah.
1: But then like they start yelling at each other and like it just looks so stupid. The yeah. way they're like meh, Like it's just like they he, can't hear each he's other. He's telling like, her,
0: "I knew you wrote the letters. I love you. Don't go." Whatever. And she's
1: just like, "What?" Yeah, the whole thing the Long beach. It's just like, jeez.
0: I mean, he was, he was too far away.
1: It just looks so dumb. Like, I don't know. Like, it just... Yeah. You missed her, dude. Too late. Movie over.
0: And then he... he I love you. He does a giant uh, swan dive into the harbor <laughs> and tries to catch up the boat. And obviously he's not making it, so then she jumps in. And it's like... I mean, I want to call it cliche, but, like, <laughs> I appreciate the... Uh, the tempo, like, and then the way
1: he looked when he was yelling, it just looked he looked weird. And I don't know, just... it
0: wasn't very hunky, was <laughs>
1: yeah. And like, like, obviously,
0: he had a stun double because he jumped off a giant thing. But she, you can tell it's Lori Laughlin, she legit jumps off this boat, and then he
1: looks like he's like suffocating right there, like he's yeah. like, who like that face he's making, and then this, she'd.
0: He is crying oh, ugly. And then she's yeah. like,
1: jumps in, and it's just like, oh, yeah. And then boy. her purse,
0: her clothes, all her school shit is gone.
1: <sighs> yeah, it just, it's weird. And then all of a sudden her hair's dry. Yeah, they had to do <laughs> multiple things. It's just weird. I don't know. I didn't. I just, it uh... is. I mean. They're and actually, then for some reason, it looks like the water is not that deep all of a sudden. Yeah, it
0: looks like they're standing up when they <laughs> yeah. finally get each other and kiss. And then, like, this close, And then they're, like, like, kissing, they're, like, they're like lake,
1: drowning. After they kiss, she, like, put her mouth in the water, like, oh, that was nasty. Yeah. <laughs> she, well, like, wanted to wash her face or something. Like yeah. I don't know, it was just, like, a really weird end. And then it's just the credits. It's like, yeah. okay... <laughs>
0: Yeah, it ends, like, insanely quickly, like, after they jump in the water and kiss. Yeah. See, look, Norwegian dock worker. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's Norwegian. That's <laughs> said Swedish, but yeah, he's Norwegian. Arvid. Yeah, Arvid. Malma And the old-ass guard was Ernie Brown. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I gotta say, like, sometimes you, you watch movies that, like... You know, you watched as a kid or whatever, and, like, you watch now, and you're like, yeah, you know, it doesn't really hold up. It's not really good. But I think this movie is just as amazing now as <laughs> when I first watched it when I was probably nine or ten years old.
1: Is it because there's boobs in it?
0: No, it's it's actually, I, like, I, I was actually, because I didn't really remember, like, I knew Kelly Preston did some nudity movies, but, uh, God rest her soul, rest in peace. But, I know,
1: um, I think that's part of the reason why it turned, like, why I'm like, because I'm just kind of like... I don't want to see her like that yeah. now, you know, like I don't know cuz it's
0: Well, it's it's weird too cuz like like uh I don't No, she was still alive when they released the Blu-ray cuz she just mm. died like two or three years ago. But um but the cover of the Blu-ray is just like a picture of her blowing a kiss. Mm. But that's like not the poster. The poster is this weird like animated drawing of a uh, of C. Thomas Howe with a brick about to hit him in the head that has 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 secret on it or something. It's weird, but uh, <laughs> okay. but yeah, like I don't know, like I mean, I guess nobody was technically really a star in this movie when they made it, but yeah. like, yeah, I think she was a big, memorable part of 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 this movie. From the, I really liked her. She did a movie called Run with Patrick Dempsey, which was like an action movie, was really good. She did a lot of good movies. Like she was legitimately one of my favorite actresses out there.
1: But, like, that's why I was asking if she made any where she played, like, the nice girl. Because it's, like, you know, I mean, yeah, she was, like, she's got a super hot body. So, it's, like, why can't she play the the nice girl and be super hot? I think... <laughs> that's if, why I was asking. Yeah, like, if I'm remembering... Because if she does, I want to watch that. <laughs> if I'm remembering, like, I think she
0: did. Like, she, I I can't really think of any movies where, like, she was the star... Mm-hmm. She was, like, like, that movie The Experts with Travolta, which is where they met. But, like, she was always, like, the girlfriend, the wife, whatever, like, in, in, a, uh, but she played, like, pretty nice, like, roles for a while. Like, the only time I really remember her being kind of, like, a bitch again was in Jerry Maguire. Because, mm-hmm. like, because, like, and they have, like, a, her and Tom have a real steamy sex scene mm-hmm. where it's, like... I don't think you see nipples, but I remember being in the theater, be like, damn, it's like one of those things where like they're pressed up against each other, and like the frame kind of just cuts off where her nipple is, but you can see like the top of her boob. Mm. And you can see how like giant her breasts are, and I was like, mm. damn, like this is some hardcore shit. Like especially back then, Tom would just like hover over women and like not really kiss them and shit. <laughs> I guess I guess Nicole was strict on him then, but yeah, like, but like yeah, she got out. But I know exactly what you mean because early on, it was just like she was basically just like. The girl that everybody wanted to have sex with, but she was annoying or she was a bitch, you know. I mean she is very I would say to some degree like and also too, you gotta cut somebody so slack if the character's like seventeen years old or whatever, you know. Um not like really a fully formed adult or anything, but like yeah, I mean I think she finally got she got out of that eventually and she started playing more likable characters. But, yeah, it was kind of like that early on, I think, for... Her.
1: I mean, I, now that I think about it, like, I mean, I really only kind of watch, like, 80s movies, like, whatever you show me. So, like, of the ones that we've watched, like, I'm just trying to think, like, there's never been somebody who has, like, the body of Kelly Preston who played, like, the Lori Laughlin role.
0: No, yeah, you never get a sweet girl with giant knockers. Yeah. So, like, it's just, like, because, like... It kind of sucks,
1: because it's, like... yeah. I mean, why can't they? I would be into that girl myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just... Because like, it's like, that would be like the yeah. perfect, the perfect, you know, pairing. Like, she's hot and she's sweet, you know? Yeah, like, I know exactly what like, you mean. Like, why wouldn't any guy during that time want to be into that? Like, yeah. that's weird.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was really so much like what guys did or didn't like. Like, I think everybody, you know, wanted it, whatever. But uh, I think it's just more like the... The what do you call it the preconceived notions that the movie producers probably had just being like it's
1: like voluptuous girls just got stereotyped as being like well it's just slutty <laughs>
0: not not yeah I mean maybe but it's just it's, it's like you could like they probably thought like a woman who looks like this could own like everybody's just going to be thinking sex object sex object like they don't want to see that
1: not me I want to see a sweet one yeah but i mean
0: you know like that's one thing i will say is things were not uh nearly as nuanced in films back then as they were now like they were very like that was kind of the fun of 80s movies is they they were kind of like i mean there was like the crass ones and shit but they were just more overt and like what whatever they were like whatever genre they were horror or whatever like it was just more where everything now tries to be a little more subtle and thoughtful like movies were just like you know, not afraid to just be surface level entertainment back then, you know, pop culture, popcorn entertainment kind of thing.
1: But yeah, I think that was also, like, that honestly was kind of the first thing I thought of, like, during that scene when they were, like, making out in the car. It was kind of a thing of, like, oh, I don't want to see her like this. Like, it was that kind of thing. Because, you know,
0: she was, yeah. Yeah, that. She was a mom
1: and everything. Well, like, I kind of just, I really honestly can't say that I've seen her in anything that I know of or that I remember. But I just like, my impression of her was that she was just like, a sweet lady.
0: Yeah. That's how she was in real life. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like,
1: as just as a normal person. So like, when it got to that like, I mean already she was playing an unlikable character, you know? Yeah. Just before that. But like when it got to that, I was just kind (laughs) of like, like it just, I don't know. I just didn't want to see her like that. Like, it just was weird. <laughs> yeah, I I I, I that's
0: kind of interesting. Like, I mean, obviously she was probably just doing whatever she had to do like you know, have a career and everything and work. Yeah. But I I I think I think as a guy, like as an actor, I think you want to play like the mean characters more, like it's more fun for a yeah. guy. But I'm curious if it's like that for a woman, or if you're just like, fuck, I'm just playing some bitch again, you know? That's
1: what I was, that's what I was wondering, that's why I was asking about that, because it's like, that kind of sucks, that like, because, I mean, if that was the case, then like, yeah, technically what all the women are complaining about now, like, they have a reason to complain, because, you know, that would suck, like, if somebody like her who like, did have like that bodacious bod... Like, yeah. maybe she wanted to be a serious actor, you know? Yeah. Like, But all she ever got was, like, you know, bitchy slut roles, you know? Like, yeah, I that
2: mean, sucks.
0: She, <laughs> she definitely, you know... It's, you know, she was in her teens, if not, like, very early 20s when she made this. But I'd say by the time she was in her early 30s, she had turned it around and was doing yeah. more, you know? And
1: Also, because once you're older, you're not doing movies like that yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're, you're not doing teen titty flicks anymore. Mm-hmm. But, um... I, was, I would say, um and and like in terms of like oh only being seen as like a a sexual way or whatever like i think i think entertainment was really going away from that and then like they just unleashed tiktok and all of a sudden like Mm -hmm. the bouncing was so out of control and like
1: uh, that's all women are now
0: yeah like like that's why we see like not to go off on a tangent i want to wrap up here soon but uh Not to go off on a tangent, but that's why we see a fifty-three-year-old like Jennifer Lopez shaking every inch she has that she can. So it's kind of like, like
1: that's literally why. Without
0: going down some kind of weird side trap, like Mm -hmm. whoever invented TikTok, it was TikTok. It, it and it kind of and after that it bled over and other things but like i never seen literally somebody make a video just to show them bouncing until yeah, tiktok yeah. and i remember when before tiktok went re, quote unquote respectable and had commercials on tv you would see like face not on facebook but i was on internet websites it'd be like tiktok seriously short videos mm. and everybody's like yeah they make dance videos on tiktok <laughs> and they they would show you on the edge of some girl bouncing up and down and i was like mm. that's not dancing yeah. like i don't know what the fuck that shit is but yeah.
1: Okay, so I'm issuing you issuing you a challenge. Uh-oh, let's see. I want you to find a movie where the lead girl is a sweet girl and mm. she's hot.
2: Mm.
1: Not right now. You're not going to be yeah. able to find it this second. I just mean for the future.
2: For
0: the
1: future. Yeah. I'm issuing this this challenge to you. Yeah.
0: But you mean like she has to be like likable and stuff?
1: Yeah, she has to be a hot Lori Lough- Like, a... I mean, not like Lori Laughlin, who isn't pretty in this. Yeah, but she's yeah, got to be gorgeous, honestly. a sweet Kelly Preston. Yeah. Her so, character. But, but she has to
0: have like giant breasts. She's got to right? be hot, yeah.
1: Like how, how Kelly Preston was. Like the character that's normally like the hot girl that all the guys want in the movie, but is like annoying. Yeah. You got to find me a movie where she's not the annoying girl; she's the lead, sweet girl. You know,
0: I can't think of any particular movie because that's pretty impossible. <laughs> but I, I, that's why it's a challenge. I think I think the closest we're going to come, and and I guess like I don't know, it, it might it might not count because it might be like later or whatever. But I would say like the only person I could think of that maybe like, got away with that and played that, is, like, I'm thinking maybe Diane Lane might have done it.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah.
0: Because Diane Lane started really young, too, in her Mm. teens. Like, she started around the time Kelly Preston did. And it's, like...
1: (laughs) You know, when you said that, I thought of Diane Keaton. (laughs) Oh, no. I was, like, wait, what? That's when my face was, like, what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, like, but, but... challenging you find but even yeah oh, it's, gonna, it's
0: gonna be hard I'll, I'll work on it <laughs> but yeah so I mean that's it for secret admirer like I really hope some low-key OG secret admirer fans come <laughs> out of the woodwork like me because I love this movie as a kid and I think probably what would uh what attracted to me as a kid besides the sex because I remember <laughs> I remember thinking this movie was like I always remember it as being like really dirty like in it
1: well, and it's funny, because it's actually pretty tame. Yeah,
0: it is. And, like, for some reason, because, like, when he, you know, quote-unquote has sex with her, like, uh, not really, but, like, I always remember, like, feeling, like, like, conflicted as a kid, because it was, like, well, there's no going back from that, like, he can't be <laughs> with the other girl now, because, yeah. like, he had sex, but, like... You didn't know what I didn't realize then. that, like, he didn't really have yeah. sex, like, he tried to, and he failed. Well, it time.
1: looks very, uh...
0: Yeah. <laughs> And also, too, like, like, you could see her chest and yeah. shit. So, like, as a kid, you think that's, yeah. like, you know...
1: You think they were doing it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, I always thought it... Like, and especially the way, like, that she's, like... You know, he's all frustrated and he's, like, Oh, fuck this mm. shit, whatever. And then she's, like, Tell everybody you had a great time and they mm-hmm. walked out. Like, I always thought, like, they came out of it, like, bragging, like, yeah, like, this was so good. <laughs> but, like, when you watch it, it's not even really like that.
2: Yeah.
0: But, uh, but, like, other than that, like, I think what just attracted me was, like, how you said, like, everybody's driving crazy, and then they had that fight, the parents <laughs> were, like, all the yeah. food's flying everywhere it and shit. It was pretty zany. It was, like, very live-action cartoonish. Yeah. Like, it was, it's just fun. I think that's really what, you know, and plus, like, like, I love C. Thomas Howe as a kid, um, because he was, like, in all my favorite movies at the time. <laughs> um. So, yeah, like, I hope some OG old people, old guys like me who uh, <laughs> watch this on cable over and over, I hope they enjoy this episode. And, you know, apologies to all the women for a non romantic Valentine's Day <laughs> movie, but it is what it is, you know.
1: I don't think you ever choose romantic ones.
0: <laughs> okay. First of all, my demon lover, date with an angel, pretty in pink. It's funny too, because like when I when I when I drop when I bust out like the all time eighties panty droppers female <laughs> movies, and I make you watch them, you're always like eh, eh, and like meanwhile women are like crying and like professing their love for these movies for like decades, like even Pretty in Pink, you're just like eh, whatever.
1: Eh. Yeah, it's weird. Like I don't know. I don't have the same reactions. Like because yeah. I know you know a lot of these movies are legendary so to speak you know and it's just like i just don't react to them like well like i don't know like i feel like they just make the girl too like like sad and like not like i want her to be annoying or anything but like she put like the girls in these movies they put up with way too much (laughs) for me to like I don't know. For me to enjoy it, like, I think it's really what it is.
2: Yeah.
1: Oddly enough, like, I think these mostly, like, are made for guys. Yeah. Like, even though they're, for, like... For, like, horny teen guys, kind of? I guess. I mean... What, okay,
0: okay, we just covered Aspen Extreme, which there was a lot of romance in that film, too. Mm-hmm. Um... I wouldn't say it was the main central theme the way this was, mm-hmm. but um, no, do, it you, was not. <laughs> do you think the way the love story was handled in Aspen Extreme was
1: similar, where it was just geared more towards guys? I wouldn't say that necessarily, because um, Terry Polo's character in that movie was very strong. Yeah, She was really like, I am putting up with your bullshit. Like, yeah. you know, but you know she wasn't like bitchy she was it's just she saw
0: the guy being a gigolo she called him out on yeah it,
1: but like you still had sympathy for her because she was nice and sweet yeah you know like that i was okay with like i that was not easy to watch but mm-hmm. it was more enjoyable to like watch that because at least she was standing up for herself yeah Whereas this one was like, or a lot of these, not just this one specifically, but a lot of them, like they're just like standing by, watching the guy f- be in love with somebody else. And this one, she was helping the guy be in love with somebody else, and it was yeah. just like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> like, but but that's why I think it's it hard to watch. That's for why me. I
0: think it was inspired by Cyrano de Bergerac.
1: <laughs> no, seriously, because oh, I that... thought you were gonna say Razzle <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, I, yeah, no, I haven't seen Paper Cups yet. I want to now though, um, but, but in that one, he's like he's like I'll help the dumb guy get the girl, but the guy is secretly in love with the girl.
1: I've never watched that, so I don't yeah, know. I don't I don't know about. I mean, I've heard that name, but I yeah. don't know the story. And of it. And then they re,
0: they remade it as Roxanne or whatever it was called with Steve Martin, like a couple of years after this. Hmm. So you know, and then we can't forget the the greatest adaptation of all time was just a two years ago when Peter Dinklage played the role yeah yeah but anyway yeah so like i mean i just hope you guys have a good time on valentine's day watch a fun movie like this or actually watch an actual real sweet movie with your sweetie
1: watch a hallmark movie yeah watch a hallmark well, i because sometimes those are not very fun either no you need to watch with watch, uh, your watch uh
0: you need to watch 50 shades of gray oh god And watch all that tying up and no, ass whipping no, no, don't watch that either what about Twilight? Would that be a Valentine's Day movie, uh, or is it too dark and conflicted for for Valentine's Day?
1: Too conflicted. Yeah. I mean, the first one, I guess Twilight is okay.
0: So since so, so, yeah, so since I picked Secret Admirer for Valentine's Day, what would you, what would you actually recommend people watch on Valentine's Day?
1: I don't know. <laughs> that's yeah. a loaded question. I'd have to think about that.
0: Yeah, Titanic.
1: No, well that's sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's. Uh, But people said you get over the 800 people dying in the freezing water when you think of the beautiful love that was spread over 36 hours between Kate and Leo.
1: That would be sad. Yeah. You give them secret admirer.
0: Your secret admirer. All right, so that's it, guys. I hope you have a great Valentine's Day with your loved one or even even by yourself. Don't get low. Don't. Don't be like uh, Phoebe Kates and Gremlins when Christmas comes along. Don't get depressed. It's okay. It
1: just means someday your love is going to come soon.
0: Ladies, you can buy your um, your your own flowers and enjoy them. It's okay. Guys, you can go buy those Reese's Cup hearts and eat them yourself. It's okay. <laughs> I like
1: buying flowers.
0: Yeah, you do?
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, everybody, thanks a lot. we we'll see you back here in the movie Graveyard.